Warning, this podcast contains explicit language, themes of a sexual nature, and spoilers about something you've probably not seen yet. You've been warned. I've, uh, oh, oh, I've, uh, my, my daughter's been having a few nightmares this week, oh. or the past week or so, and um, and it's basically all my fault. <laughs> right, okay. So, there's been two separate occasions which I think are, have been the trigger, or the, the catalyst of the problem. So firstly, there was a night when my wife was out for a like, Christmas do type of thing. <laughs> right. Um, got the boys to say that was fine. Given my daughter a cuddle in bed and I said, oh, I'll tell you what, mum's out, we'll, we'll put a bit of TV on. And she always likes like magicians, magic shows, that sort of thing. <laughs> so I thought, oh, you know, smart TV in the bedroom, I'll look up some uh, Dynamo. Oh, God, know, Dynamo right. things, because you know, he's always <laughs> fun stuff. And um, so I found a Dynamo compilation thing like top 10 tricks or so, that sort of thing yeah, yeah and pretty much the first eight were essentially like card tricks or yeah him putting a i think he put like a mobile phone in a bottle or something like that yeah oh, so, yeah so all, all really good and then all of a sudden the next one and because of the way it's cut it basically jumps straight into the thing so there's not really any build-up gets to the next one he's then pushing a knife through the palm of his hand oh yeah um, Good parent. Or, or cut, yeah, like cutting the palm of his hand. <laughs> Don't, I can talk about that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. And then straight away, she's like, oh, Dad, I don't like it. I don't like it. So straight away, I like, hit the off button, turn it off. She goes into like hysterics for like the next half an hour. And I'm like, right, well, I can't just try and get a bit shot. I can't, I can't stop thinking about the knife in his hand. Managed to get through through that night. And then. Until the next day when she then uh, she's then trying to go to bed and she's like, oh, I can't stop thinking about it. And my wife's like, what, what do you mean? Can't stop thinking about what? Oh, the knife in his hand. Like, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dad, daddy put this thing on the table. <laughs> this man was cutting his hand open. I'm like, oh, fucking brilliant. She threw you yeah. on the bus. And then, um, and then, there, was, that? then there was a separate occasion where I was playing bloody Call of Duty. It's like nine o'clock at night by this point. I was playing Call of Duty and she's come down the stairs and walked in. Is this when you just cut off? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it was literally the start of the game. I'd gone sprinting forward and basically kaboom, grenade. And obviously it goes to like the kill cam thing. There's my body being launched across the fucking room. (laughs) Limbs flying off and stuff. Blood coming out of every orifice. And yeah, she's just standing there bursting to (laughs) tears. Absolutely horrified. And then she's like, why is daddy playing shooting game? Why is he killing people on the telly? Don't, I remember the last Uh, time, I remember similar, the last time I had my daughter for Christmas Eve was when Dead Space 3 was out. And it's like a bit with like, you're like killing all these things and they're screaming and things like that. I put my daughter to bed. She got too excited and woken up and like burst through the living room. Oh. Merry Christmas! And I was like, ah! I was screaming in that stuff. I was like, no, it's not Christmas. You need to go to bed. I think I had nightmares. <laughs> I had terrible nightmares. Not now, but I, in, when I was younger, I had a horrible nightmare that um, I was in the police and we were doing a raid on a caravan in the middle of the field. And... Um, as we were charging the caravan, someone burst out with a gun, started shooting, shot me in the head and killed me. But I was still conscious that I was dead and just lying oh, there right. listening to everything. Oh, so you're trapped and couldn't move. And yeah, I had that um, yeah, yeah. sleep paralysis yeah. paralysis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've brought it down. I feel somewhat now that from the comical stories to, yeah, that was horrible. No, when I was young, I had this reoccurring nightmare for probably a couple of years. I'm talking about when I was probably around like eight or nine, that's that sort of age. I was mm. I think I was in like junior school. 
and I said to you, I was down, um, down at the beach or down at the seaside, and there was like a little calf and some picnic benches and stuff. And I used to go there quite regularly in the summer, like parents, grandparents, and my cousins. And in particular, this dream was me and my cousin playing on the beach, and all of a sudden there was some screaming. And essentially, there was a how can I describe this? It was a a human pig. <laughs> So man, bear, pig. So I'm talking, I'm talking <laughs> like pig human man. legs, pig man, human legs, and and kind of you know lower half, but then upper torso was a pig, mantar, pig tail, pig tail. So so it could man, bear, pig. It could run properly, like, like like a human, but it had like little piggy arms and <laughs> a, and a, and, a, and a and a big old like loud squeal, and but like a massive pig head with massive teeth. So was it like which one was it? Bebop or Rocksteady? That was the ball. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Bebop so yeah it would have been just like a Bebop and I, I don't know what where I got that image from but anyway it kind of manifests manifests <laughs> so I used to have this dream almost every night where I was running away from this pig and then me and my cousin would hide under a picnic bench which is the worst hiding place ever yeah because obviously you can see under pretty a picnic much. bench and then this pig would come and start eating my cousin Sorry, did he have piggy legs or man legs no man legs <laughs> oh that's just weird no, that's, that's what I mean. It wasn't like a pig run off it. It was like a human with a pig's body we, head. we got to delve into your like old trauma. Yeah. What, what pig And that's thing? what I mean. And it would basically... So it would be able to run really fast. Mate, I bet there's a horror movie out there somewhere that is pig And Yeah, and then it would it would basically... It would always eat my cousin first and I'd be laying there like basically completely frightened and stiff as a board watching my cousin being eaten and then it would then... That's Start the eating me, and then, and, the lamb shit. and then I'd wake up. Obviously, as I was essentially dying, because you always <clears throat> yeah. normally, normally, apart from you, you normally wake up when you die because yeah, the body can't yeah. survive out the mind. I've, I've Matrix, nineteen ninety nine. I used to have a book about uh, the what you know what dreams oh, yeah, yeah. are supposed to mean, and your teeth will fall out, yeah. or you're flying, or yeah, yeah. all, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And there was one dream I used to have a lot, but then just. I looked it up in this book and it didn't say good things. It said you were gay. Yeah. Um, but a dream where you see yourself. And I used to have a dream where I'd walk down the high street or somewhere like that and just see myself over the other side of the oh, road. Oh, right, so not I'd like third person. And, no, no, I'd see myself. Like uh, and I'd yeah. be walking down the street and try and get their attention and just, I didn't exist kind of thing to them. And that was wow. always quite... Problems with identity. Yeah, I've, so I've had like the third person uh, thing, uh, like where yeah. you almost... Like you're following yourself around mm. and watching your own I, I, behavior. I, I, I have the flying one a lot, which is amazing because you know I'm just Superman in my mind, just flying around. I don't but... really remember that much stuff anymore. Like I have like some mental dreams, but they, they're only they're very few and far between. Yeah. Half the time I was like, "What was it? I can't remember." I dreamt about me and one of the girls from work went to go and see Star Wars, but actually we couldn't get to see Star Wars because suddenly the zombie apocalypse happened and then everything, shit went down. It's and just, then I went on a mission. Dreams to Trump. Just go from that was one it. And I remember it. And then, I, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I went, I remember it. Because I, I didn't I put it in a, <coughs> the group chat or one of the group chats and said, then I remembered it. And then all I could think about was trying to find my daughter. But all I found was Ham. And then Ham and I had to live for about... Ten years in the wilderness, and then um, we <laughs> got a boat. Love that. <laughs> we nobody knows about this. We got a boat, and we went to like found this island, and it was controlled by this mad like group of like female warriors. And it turned out that Xanthi had actually grown up and was the leader of it, and didn't believe that I was their dad, and told me <laughs> I had to go and I had to get <laughs> off on a boat and then go into to sea. Yeah. And then then Ham tried to kill me, so I shot him. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. And, but but it's like. 
I don't, because I say, don't really have that many dream or don't no or I, recollection of them. That that was yeah. sort of like how this dream all went a bit. I, I'm just worried now that tonight I'm just going to have nightmares about a man pig. Depends how much cheese you've eaten. After me. Cheese and bacon I, before. That's the thing. I never, I don't recall anyway, having dreams as such. I always Do feel like I'm, I about have, pigs or I have nightmares. Like no, not that I ever recall. Like now, I'll quite happily, you know, go eat, eat some bacon. <laughs> so, yeah. But my my dreams now, or any dreams I have, there, there, there's always essentially my death involved, or or not, or, not or, like, um, or horrific injury. Not any, not any sexy dreams. <sighs> no, not really. I, uh, and if I was having a sexy dream, then someone would probably walk in, cut off my Johnson, and then slit my throat, and I would bleed out. See, there's always a, there's right, yeah, always death. That dark place again. See, like, people have like said about like sexy dreams or wet dreams or whatever, and like things like that. But I don't think I ever. Can ever recall ever? Oh, no, I, I, definitely used, I definitely used to. Have you? And you know right. you're doing it when have it's you? happening. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. You build it up. I mean, I'm not then... talking like the last five years. Basically, ever since I had kids, all I, all I dream about <laughs> is death. <laughs> so, what so does that before, say in the book before, about that? <laughs> yeah, before kids, it was all jizz, and now it's just death. Yeah. But yeah, then I had yeah, jizz and death, you death did. and taxes, jizz and death, and then yeah. it would be like you, you'd release, and then it'd just be off. Oh, You'd wait. I'd wake up after that and I'd be like, "Oh, Jesus!" Do you know what? I can't ever recall jizzing in a bed. I don't think I've all like in my jizzing in a bed. No, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I mean. Sorry for the faux pas there. Uh, It's like I don't know. I can't remember ever having like any sexy dreams or 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 ejaculating. I don't. Maybe. There you go. Tonight I've been woken up tonight, Matthew. (laughs) I'm gonna have a a sexy dream. dream. Man, pig, and he's gonna carry on dreaming about. (laughs) I've had my I've had my wife wake me up. Wank you up? <laughs> no, telling me to stop because oh, I've yeah. like started like yeah, groping, dry humping her, groping her and fingering yeah, her and stuff okay, like that. that like, you're masturbating furiously. Stop it. Fingering yeah. in your sleep. Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Where you've, you know, you've just naturally started spooning, and the next thing you got your hand on a crotch. Oh, oh yeah, I've, I've been. Told and you've not been awake. No, I've been told I've. So I'm obviously thinking about it. Groped or yeah, what you trying to wank I've, someone off? Or, wank a boob off again? <laughs> or I've elbowed or punched her in, the, in my sleep? <laughs> and yeah. then she's trying to wake me up, and I'm just like, no, nope, not waking up. Yeah, no. See, I guess that's maybe because maybe well, maybe I don't know. I mean, the fact that you know, the only, as I say, like this officially. Yesterday or today, it is nine years of being single completely. Maybe my you pillow, are. maybe you, my you, pillow's you, got some, my pillows have some horrific tales to tell. You are. I wouldn't find a shit have your pillow tonight. Maybe. Maybe, probably. But there you go. So, man pig dream for me, jizz dream for you, death dream for you. And that'll do, I reckon. Although that man pig then made me think of sharks that can fly. I don't know why. Flying sharks. Flying yeah. sharks. I just think of my, my flying tank. Little fucking shoot with flying fucking tank. If thing. I recall, I think he was always wearing shorts and was barefooted. Who? The man, man bear pig was wearing shorts. I thought he'd be like shorts. naked because we're, we're, we're at the beach. I think it was just yeah, like swim did, shorts. Did he have a piggy? Or a was he in fluorescent Bermuda shorts? No, I don't remember seeing a pig. Because they had a corkscrew top. So you, you notice no, that. Yeah, you see, I don't remember. I don't dog. remember that bit. Right, next time you have I remember that. the oddness being that they had, he had like little piggy hooves. If you can become kind of self aware in your dream and then focus on the cock. And see if it's like a corkscrew. <laughs> I haven't had that piggy dream since I was a child. Oh, oh there's always um, a there's always well, no, the ones I have nowadays are normally like getting maimed by like a lorry or I always have weird Why ones do you where keep dreaming about this. Stuff? I don't know. I always have weird ones where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and like oh, sorry, I'll be dreaming that a tree has fall like is being cut down and has fallen on me and pinned me, 
And then I'll wake up and I'll realise that I've actually got my hand between my legs and it's gone numb. Uh, and But um, in my mind, it's turned that you need to wake up, your hand has gone numb into, oh yeah, you've cut down a tree and it's pinned you. I always tend to... Weird, weird I, shit like that. I fall asleep like watching a movie or TV and I always then end up, there's this crossover point where I can still hear the film on the TV um, yeah, 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 and then it goes into my dream and then I'm in that film for a little bit and then, I don't know, a man pig turns up and it goes weird. See, I just yeah. have a white noise app. I've got a white noise app that makes the sound of a fan. Yeah, well, yeah, we have. sound of a road. Try get rid of the white noise and you might jizz. No, but I don't like it because the problem is, like where I live in the middle of town, is that you'd think at a weekend you'd get woken up all the time by loads of people like walking down the road drunk, but it's not. Normally, there was one where there was a... I fucking remember that. When I first moved into my place, and was it some prostitute had been attacked down the road? <laughs> I'm flying out, Jesus. and I was just like, just screaming and sobbing outside my front door. And I'm like, I am not fucking going outside. I'm too afraid. And they never got you for that. Anyway, look, this was supposed to be a quick little chat about Simo's dream, and um, it's also, you know we've got no, about me giving my daughter nightmares, oh, and then and, nightmares. and then we're all basically gone into therapy. Go, yeah, therapy session. Therapy and, session uh, is good, and oh. you know everyone's going to enjoy it and listen to this. As well. Didn't need therapy, well, you know. Let's, <laughs> let's just wish everyone happy dreams, and we better get on with our podcast. <laughs> happy dreams, happy dreams, happy wet dreams. Happy wet dreams. <laughs> and, uh, dreams. Apart from Simo, who's going to get battle royale by, <laughs> by a tree and know, a pig by a a man pig. Man pig. it's going to be pinned a down man, by a tree a and then assaulted by a man pig into a tree and kills him come here get over here Friday Night Beer Club Podcast. Hey there boys and girls, my name's Wyatt and welcome to episode 49 of the Friday Night Beer Club. We are one away from the big 5-0. So close. Um, we were trying to plan a big party for it, but... Yeah. Um, we'll, well, maybe I the think, next one could be 49.5 or whatever. And then I think the next one will have our, a, um, our Friday Night Beer Club beer available um, to drink. Ooh. And uh, maybe even get the creator of said beer... To appear on the New Year, new well. beer. New Year, new beer. Oh, I love that it. That should be our tagline. That is like... Um, <laughs> tag, is that what you call it? Guns out, guns out. Um, what? Pat tagline? Is that what you tagline. call it? Tagline. Tagline, new year, new beer. Yeah. yeah. Strap is that line. what you call it? <laughs> Strap. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that could be the title of the next episode. New Year, um, new beer. But anyway. Sorry, carry on. As usual, I'm joined by uh, some drunken bums. Uh, ben cannot be with us because he is poorly sick. He's got AIDS. He is... At the moment, watching Home, home Alone, watching home alone <laughs> getting very emotional. So that will give you an idea of how sick he is. Um, I am joined by Chris. Howdy doody, may the force be with you and all that. And I am joined by Simo. Hi, yeah, I'm here. Hi. So we are just rolling up to Christmas. So Sorry. Merry Christmas one and all. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jesus. And let's um, start by saying those participating in Whamageddon, mm. I am out. I uh, was on my hands and knees in a toilet of a dementia care home wow. and the kitchen staff had a local radio station playing music and halfway through a song I started singing along and then realised what I was singing along to and realised, thank you George Michael, but I am out. So I've lost Whamageddon oh, genuinely this in. year, whereas last year Chris stitched me up with a jukebox. I did, but I was out really early, I was out on December 2nd this year, I'm still going, which still going is strong. fucking ridiculous. Oh. 
And I, it's the paranoia of being out in public <clears throat> when you haven't got, or you've got a child with you, so you can't put your headphones in. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you'd wish you'd like to put your headphones yeah, in. Try. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. You know what? Um, <laughs> yeah, so yesterday when I went to the cinema in the morning and I come out and I realised I forgot my headphones, I literally was walking around town going, oh, fuck. And I'm thinking, why am I getting so paranoid? If it happens, it happens. It doesn't matter. It's all it is is hearing a song. It's the new, the game. Yeah, it's lost the game. And I've just lost the game. So cheers for that. We've all lost the game. Are you still in Armageddon? Are you? No, no, no. So it was literally, it must have been probably 1st of December. Oh, you were. Yeah, no, no. It was basically straight in, you know, Alexa, play Christmas. Yeah. music or Christmas songs and then the third literally the first one it threw at me was well dun, 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 dun. Oh, technically that's fine though because it's fine it has to be the original he can sing it it's fine I can hear yeah you can the hear yeah yeah no no I'm, it's yeah. not no. versions don't uh, and remixes don't count no no um, yeah no so was... Chris is still going strong um, that's amazing it's almost like now because we're so close to bed I, I have to me. try and get there I mean I yeah, I don't know how you've done it. I don't know how I've done it either. I've heard it pretty much every day. It's been on. The, it's called headphones. You know, even like the radio. Yeah, avoid local radio. Uh, and you walk into a radio. shop, it's bloody on. You go to a yeah. restaurant, it's on. You change your clothes, it's on. Anyway, sorry. What, yeah. what are we talking about? Christmas. So Christmas. No, we finished Christmas. No, that, that'll do. Unless anyone's got anything they want to say about Christmas. Christmas. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. There's no need let, to be afraid. You, you know, we could talk about the cliche of the diehard. Is it a Christmas movie? But I think that's I no, we, we've yeah. done that before. And um, have we? Have, have you got any favourite Christmas movies apart from Die Hard? My personal favourite, yeah. is Polar Express. Oh, okay, I absolutely love it. My daughter hates me mm. because I love it. The only bit she likes of the film is the uh, hot chocolate scene. Um, which not, not Errol, the drink. No, I'm not talking about Full Monty. Right. Right. Hot stuff or anything yeah. like that. Um, Believe in miracles. No. Uh, I'm talking about... Anyway, if you haven't yeah, seen sorry. it, it doesn't really <laughs> make sense. Sorry. No, I'm, I, I was um, obviously going too family orientated. I, I think my, my uh, collection will always be Scrooged. Yeah. Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, Laura's a huge fan of Elf. That's her wrapping presents movie. Yeah, Elf. Yeah, um but I think, yeah, Scrooged is always... Scrooged, yeah. I always, I, I always get choked up watching it. I I, I quite like it. the... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen it. What? Scrooged. Elf. Oh, Scrooge. Scrooge is fab. I mean, Scro- Scro- you re- Scrooge is a really old film. Scrooged. You can yeah. probably guess what it's about. Um, yeah. It's just a retelling of the Christmas Carol of Bill Murray. Really, is it Bill, Bill Murray? Murray? Yeah. Oh, maybe actually, maybe I've seen it. So it, oh, Jesus. It but no, out, a long while ago. I've just got memories of watching that film in 1989 I remember being on scared. HBO in a hotel in America in the middle of summer. Fucking hell, oh, that's... Talk about scared. That that's scared the shit out of me. Phone falling off the side. You thought your phone exploded. <laughs> I'm like, what Christ. the fuck was that? And it fell screen down and it's all right. Fucking Hooray! How did my nuts just go? <laughs> You haven't got any nuts anymore where they are, but it's well, not yeah. in... It's not connected. Um, I, I remember as a kid being scared by the movie Scrooged. Um, 
I think you like eleven the, or twelve when it came out. I can't be that the, scared. Uh, yeah, I, I was mm. quite a highly strung child. Um, <laughs> but the, I was only one of with, <laughs> with Death. All right, fuck <laughs> off. When he opens up Death's cloak, and oh the yeah, 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 bubblings come out. Yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't like Death at the time. Um, still not a big fan of Death. Um, <sighs> yeah, I think Scrooge, Muppets Christmas Carol, Home Alone's always a favourite. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Definitely. Yeah, it's a thing I, with movies and Christmas songs. It's the old stuff that seems to stick. There's no new good Christmas stuff. I think, what was it last year? Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell? Yeah, this yeah. year you've got Last Christmas, but that's supposed to be a bit like, oh my God. But they don't stick like the old ones. No. Uh, like Miracle on 34th I mean, Street. That's always like a, Love Actually, is that? Love Actually. I'd say that's now... Old? Well, so, it, it, I mean, to the kids, it's old. I mean, to us, it might not be, but <coughs> yeah. So, so like, the, the, the songs, the holiday is mm. um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, the Grinch porn parody, that's pretty good. <laughs> it, I, I was thinking, like, with the, with <laughs> it's like going, I want to watch that when I get home. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> Who's with, green? Like the Christmas songs. There's no one that can release a good Christmas song. Anymore, that sticks like I've no Slade or. Right, you've yeah. probably got to say the last one, the last actual Christmas song that I guess has any kind of is, is Mariah Carey in it. All I want for Christmas. Well, is I, you. Well, I, I think um, the darkness. Um, Don't let the girls end. That, <laughs> I, that kind of does the see, rounds. There was this. Um, no, I think it's Ariana Grande it. last year. Uh, but that's the thing. I can't even remember the name of it. Oh, it's yeah. always on the the playlist, but. And I was thinking, Santa, tell me surely if you're really here. There's someone that can make a movie out of um, Slade's Merry Christmas. Like, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Like a, a Groundhog Day Basically. style where, I don't know, Roy Wood, is it Roy Wood? That yes. Slade? He oh. recorded that song and wished Brown. for it to be Christmas every day. Then it's Christmas every day. And then the whole world is living Christmas. Every day it's Christmas. And someone's got to go on a, a journey to find Roy Wood to get him to cancel the, <laughs> the wish. There you go. Well, made. you've just given it away now. So someone will find but it. Like a Groundhog style <laughs> Christmas movie. Yeah, a bit ice game for that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, Christmas is every day. I fucking hate it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, was, yeah. No, I'm not gonna. Um, no, saying when I made a joke. What used to be the one with Dudley Moore in? Oh, oh, was that um, just Santa Claus the movie? Yeah, so yeah, with the um, candy canes. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, John, always, John Lithgow. Yeah, that's that it. always brings yeah, me back. Yeah, that was a great. It, movie. The year was. Oh, the, the, the year I, was, I haven't seen that for years. But the, the year was 1984. <laughs> I was seven years old. I had the choice between three films I could go and see at the cinema oh, at Christmas, <laughs> and the choice was Santa Claus the movie, Ewoks, Caravan of Courage. Or Ghostbusters, and I went, Mummy, can I go and watch Ghostbusters, please? And I remember that bit with the librarian, and I shit my pants. <laughs> Sorry. But that was great, that, but it, yeah, it was a Christmas yeah, film um, here. What, what you just said there, I'll just, it just uh, took the memory. When, we was in, when I was in school, we got to go and see uh, Jingle All the Way. Oh. The Arnie. Put the cookie down! The Arnie one, with the trying yeah. to get that toy. Turbo Man. Yeah. Turbo, Turbo Man, Man, that's it. Got to get the Turbo Man doll. Turbo Man. Yeah. I can't be doing it. I don't that's, know if I try. That's a real kind that. of recent... Is that recent? No, it's not. No, it's not like 90s, 90s, mate. Because I was in school, so... I think it was either late 90s or early noughties. He was well old. Deal with it. And it was... Uh, Welcome so, to the club. 
the Sinbad, I think, the comedian <coughs> was his yeah. postal nemesis, something like that, and yeah. the guy that looks like Ned Flanders. I don't know, the, you know, there's a few, you see when like Christmas specials and stuff, isn't it? it's Gavin and Stacey or whatever on Christmas Day, I can give a fuck about it, but I'm sure I'll probably watch it because I've got nothing else to do. I, I, I will watch it because I've seen any Gavin and Stacey. For me and my wife, like Gavin and Stacey was a, was a thing for us, if you, mm. know, if you know what I mean. No. Laura, Laura loves it, so she's going to... Oh, no, Destin, you'll be having to watch it. So okay. I'll watch it, but it probably won't mean as much to me. So Christmas specials, I think the last Christmas special I was probably excited about might have been like... Walking Wise. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to say that. Only Fools I reckon. Yeah. Um, Christmas TV doesn't seem like Do a big thing anymore. Do you know what? This year, Christmas, if you look at what's on TV at Christmas this year, I mean... Remember years, I don't know, like as a kid, we'd always get things like the Radio Times or TV Times and you'd yeah, go and look circle. through and circle everything circle you really, and like get really excited about yep. stuff that you wanted to watch. Plan and now it's like... Circle the video plus code so that Dad could program it into yeah. the VHS. Right, you record. had a video plus code? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so now there's <laughs> nothing, there's the Christmas Day, I think there's nothing, there's nothing, is there? What? I don't know, I've not seen On Christmas Day, you've got yet. the snail and the whale on BBC. Yeah, my child's too old for that. She John Donaldson. Go, she won't even go and see Frozen 2. She was like, yeah, what? that's all right. She doesn't oh. care. I was gutted. I really wanted to go and watch Frozen 2. I've got the Frozen 2 soundtrack. It's higher and higher in my estimation. She's just like, no, she was like, oh, that's all right. We'll just wait until it comes on like some streaming right. service. It's not important. Yeah. Apparently it's brilliant, according to my wife. Yeah. And the bloody, we've had the soundtrack on for the last two weeks since my daughter's sitting Yeah, I played one of the songs and like my daughter looked at me and was like, why are you playing songs from Frozen 2? Why, why are you listening to them? And I was like, well, I thought it'd be nice. And she was like, I don't care. And then she's like, can you put GTA on? So your child. No, she's like, can you put GTA on? Or can we watch like South Park? And I'm like, oh. She's actually been flying through the Christmas episodes of South Park. And I've, I've just been going, oh my god, I forgot about this episode, the, the creepy Christmas critters one. Fucking hell. Oh, it's like I, so, I, oh my god. I can't, I watched. She I doesn't understand the last of things that are going yeah. on in that, in, the, in those episodes. Thank you, the Christmas poo. I mean, when was that? Oh, Jesus. 20 years ago. Like 97? Chef, yeah. Um, and Chef and his chocolate salty balls. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. The late, this year's Christmas special is about weed. And they've laced it with cocaine and oh, Santa Claus bans yeah, alcohol that, from that South Park. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then they lace it with this thing he calls Christmas snow. And everyone's going, what's Christmas snow? I cocaine. Feel- and then I was on the phone to my mother. And then she was like, my mother's stressing out. And my daughter goes, what you need is some Christmas snow, mum. Granny, and I was like, "Oh dear, this has all gone wrong." I feel like we're losing the spirit of Christmas somehow. In this <laughs> Christmas, when for like TV, when younger, would always mean being able to like maybe Indiana Jones or a James yep. Bond movie, yep. Star Wars, something like that would always be. And I think probably James Bond is still on every bloody Christmas at some point over the holiday period. Yeah, um, but I, one of my favourites as a kid was. A movie called Bernard and the Genie, which was her, Lenny Henry and Alan Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a terrible, oh my God. terrible movie, but I've not watched it since I was a kid. But I found a copy on YouTube, and Laura remembers it, so we're going to give it a watch. Yeah, I remember. Sober, but, um, I don't remember. I, Nativity's actually a good Christmas film, the first one. Mm, Nativity actually, 1 is good. Nativity 2 is okay. 
This if it is three, three to five, I sh- the oh no no three was all right. Look at us arguing nativity three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Christmas. I think yeah. we've done that. <laughs> what about well, the rest? Okay, so going on a tradition that has been happening every couple of years at Christmas is a certain movie franchise releases. Uh, Hold tight, Simo. Um, so, Simo, sorry, we're going to put you on the back seat for a, a few minutes. I'm just going to tap my pants just, down and finger myself. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, whilst we talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Indeed. Um, this was probably my final midnight screening. I've done it since... <laughs> I've been doing it for 20 years yeah. and I didn't do it this time. Um and I was very excited still. I know The Last Jedi had kind of tarnished that 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 flame, but I was still excited for what JJ could bring. And the audience that I was with, they cheered at the start, and there was a massive round of applause at the end of the movie. Was there just you in there? <laughs> yeah, it was just me. <laughs> just whooping and cheering by myself. <laughs> This is great. It's not in it. Was um, it proper rammed? It was probably about three quarters full, but they had five or six screenings on at the same time. So it's obviously dispersed yeah. amongst those screens. Okay. They, they had the cosplayers and all that. See, I was, I was in at 9am and it wasn't busy. Can, can, can I ask a question? Because I've mm. never been to a, a midnight showing. Yeah. Do, do they still do like the popcorn and yeah, yeah, drinks and everything? Yeah. It's that, that's still exactly it's the same. Everything it's just basically the same as, same as, as midnight. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I just, just wonder. They're not allowed to put it on till twelve oh one. It's got to be what? So it's got to be the screen goes 12.01. Although I will say, why the <clears> fuck can't you start the adverts and trailers at half eleven? Yep. And then let the movie well, start. Why? Yeah. Why did one minute past twelve? Then they started the adverts and that. I was like, I didn't know. Was after apparently they did do. You could watch episode seven, eight yeah, beforehand. A, there was one screen that was showing all of them, and I was mm. like, "Why would you want to go and do that?" Before I you couldn't do that. Torture, <laughs> yeah. um, as we mentioned, uh, when uh, Ben mentioned last time, we there was the cut available of the Last Jedi. Have you watched that? It? Was more pleasing, which I watched beforehand. Um, so basically, J.J. Abrams did yep. The Force Awakens. Yep. Then Rian Johnson did The Last Jedi, Correct. and then J.J. came back. To do Finish the Rise of Star Wars, Skywalker. Um, yes. So all the things that Johnson had done in the Last Jedi that didn't agree with Abrams, <laughs> he went kind of basically did his best to retcon and carry on the story he'd started telling. So it was a fan pleaser. Last Jedi was a critics pleaser. So critics hate this. Fans of the Last Jedi hate this. They don't like it at all. I really enjoyed it there's one moment I wasn't too keen on and we're going to go spoilers yeah so if you've not seen Star Wars yet please skip ahead the next five minutes but though if you to the pod you probably would have seen it one bit bit I wasn't keen on when Kylo and Rey kissed I didn't feel the need for it I don't understand why they kissed but you know what it didn't spoil what I just found to be an enjoyable fun movie I didn't even find that an issue I, uh, I I think well, yeah, it's an enjoyable movie, uh, and again, I liked it. So first and foremost, let before everyone starts like <laughs> pelting me, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was what you could what you could possibly do to resolve it all with the time that they had. I think what my problem with it was, 
in places is that because of episode eight basically launching things into a completely different direction mm. that not everybody liked that then the decision for this movie was to go fuck that well we know what everyone hated so what we're going to do is we're going to go, we go back, back round, yeah. go back round again and because of that so much stuff happened or so much stuff was referenced really quickly mm. so you know even various things like and then it's going to say, this is not a critique, but it is a critique, or well, the way I was like kind of processing it is every Star Wars movie opens with a crawl, yep. a shot down from space, and a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. And then going into something. And in this one, it like went down, a spaceship shot across the screen, suddenly we cut to a slow motion fight. I and I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't expecting and then literally, that much in the first five And then minutes. literally, there's a quick fight, he picks something up, he then gets in his spaceship again, flies off again, we go into another place, and then suddenly... Thing, and then the other thing from the opening crawl was the fact that I was like, okay, so we know that Emperor Palpatine is back to this film, but we don't know why. And it was kind of like, I don't know, a pre-expectation, because from the trailers, I hadn't read anything, was that I thought that, that there'd be a slow reveal to this. Instead, opening crawl, episode Rise of Skywalker, the galaxy is in shock at the announcement mm. of the return of a mysterious message from Elpra Palpatine. I was like, what? And then Kylo Ren lands and meets him straight away and I was like, every, what? Everything, every, <laughs> what? Every plot point seemed to happen very quickly, but I get why. From what he had left on the table after Rear Johnson's decisions. Yeah. It's like we've got two hours, let's get this done. So it's been yeah. like the big thing about, and which, who is Snoke? First five minutes, and walks past a machine cloning yeah, Snoke, just going, hey, I'm just a clone. And he, what? like the Emperor, was the puppet master all along. And just everything was very quick, but I didn't mind that. The story was very serviceable in terms of what it did, and it progressed really quickly. So I'm very intrigued to watch it from a younger person's generation or someone like kids, they like things. Like everyone goes, oh, well, everything happened really quickly. And I don't know, I'm sort of critiquing it because it didn't. It, it, it's yeah. almost so fast but if you're watching a kids TV show or kids cartoon show or anything like that they move at fucking yeah, phenomenal yeah. pace yeah, 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 yeah. and it was almost like a we'll explain this and I've just said it and then right we're on to the next thing and I think I have quite a short attention span at times so maybe that's why I liked it so much I, I like the quick cutting and stuff and it was sometimes. It, it didn't fuck about it, it like well, as I said it, yeah. it, it just went there's no well, there, there was actually just a lie, but there, there was no, there's nowhere really in the film where you're sitting there going, oh, I'm just twiddling my thumbs, okay. or this is, looks like a good opportunity to go for a piss. It was like it, you're trying to work out and you're going, I don't think I can go for a piss because. Some of the, yeah. some of the, okay, I'll just quickly rattle off some of the bits that really made me happy. So, Luke Skywalker lifting the X-Wing out of the sea, right? I was expecting that the whole time in Last Jedi, and I did, because they showed you it, submerged. That's what you expected. He got his mo. He got a moment that served him well. I felt um, Chewbacca. He got his medal, and he also <laughs> took got, him forty-two years to no, get but, it, but he got it. I teared up at the moment when Leia died, and it wasn't until Chewbacca found out and he screamed out. Oh, that's got me. So that felt like because he didn't have that moment for Han. No, so, I think, so again, it felt. I like think she was. They were they, correcting, putting out a lot of fires. They absolutely stuff. did their best with what they could do with the fact that one of the main characters from the, from all of the films died four years ago, mm. 
and they still managed to put her in and you know she doesn't really have a lot to you do but tell. there's only so much you can do when you you're dead could, you could tell but they they done a really good job of retroing fitting her yeah. dialogue that had been recorded years ago into the story basically it's all the deleted scenes and stuff from the last two yeah. films and they just chopped it in and they yeah. did work and I, I was really yeah, happy with that. Yeah, uh, it, it worked well. I think also... Uh, and, I, and I think also there was quite a few fuck yous to Johnson with rebuilding Ren's helmet. Yeah, and, and they did things made, where... Again, bringing him back as a bad guy for a bit that was quite intimidating because without the helmet, it was just... A it's just a whiny kid. Team. But this was but his it, best... But it, and yeah, it's almost film, like they set Hux three. up in the first two films to be this big thing, and he literally is in it for <coughs> what, a minute, and, and, yeah. then he, and then Richard E. Grant, <laughs> Richard E. Grant was brilliant in it. I thought um, Hux, yeah, it, he was just more. It was almost like a well, we don't know what to do with him, so fuck it. And he, and Ryan, Ryan Johnson turned him into comic relief, so fuck it. Let's just kill him straight away, really quickly. I tell um, you, the, the moment I realised there was going to be a lot of retconning was when Maz turned up. I was like, oh, so she was nothing in the last movie. Maz Canada. Yeah. This is Abram's going, no, this is what I wanted to start with, so I'm bringing all this back. Yeah, and there was the big, there's the big reveal about her parentage, and I did sit my, with my big fucking bottle of water going, I told you, fucking told all of you, five years ago, that's where she was from, and I was right. But obviously, you know, that's down to... You know, <laughs> JJ. Um, also, um, a felt like a big warm hug seeing Lando Calrissian. I thought he I was seemed, worried right, about he his involvement. To, right, he's in it. He's in it for two sequences of the movie, and the first sequence, he's really young and sprightly. Yeah, <laughs> and then by that, the second half of the film, really when he comes old. back, he's like, "How did he get so fucking <laughs> old so quickly?" <laughs> he's like aged about ten years in. And it isn't, I guess, I don't know, it must have been a nice day when he was filming and he was up for it. <laughs> the he's like... the um, bit with um, all, everyone, well, literally, who shall I get? Everyone. Everyone? Everyone! And they get Samuel L. Jackson, they've got Liam Neeson, they've got everyone's voice. Everyone, for everybody who's been in the Hayden films. Christensen, they're all in there. Everyone's been in the films, everyone's been in the TV shows, uh, were all there, like, kind of the voice... I think they probably. I think it was a right decision to do because I think their voices are quite distinctive. Liam Neeson, which I was always gutted about, mm. he never turned up in episode three. He did come back for this, yeah. and I was like, "Ah, oh, do you know?" When I heard his voice, I was like, "Oh God, Liam, yeah. <laughs> please! Yeah. I know you couldn't do the last one, but can you spare an hour just to walk into a studio and go, Right, use the force, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> use the force, Ray." You know, it looked a little bit jarring, but I I didn't mind the flashback with Luke and Leia training. Oh yeah, they did the um the old future pre yeah. Yeah, the the old de, de- aging yeah Mark Hamill right. um for about yeah ten seconds um, and then you know well, it, it it finished the uh, the finish right do you, did you feel not <sighs> underwhelmed but just because it didn't fin it finished with the new guys so it. I was quite happy for it to fit. Do you know what? I was quite right. My because it wasn't was, all the old. Because you're not going to see like all of the Force Ghosts or anything. I was, like that. I was quite just... happy for it to have finished before the final scene. Like mm. they were just having a celebration. As of, I followed the trope of the other films where they have a celebration at the end. Yeah. And instead, it ends. And it was, you know, what it was like done for proper fucking nostalgia and everything like that. So basically, 
Simo 2 explains at the end of the film um, is Ray, the girl, goes back to Luke's homestead or farm. Do you know, yeah. have you watched them? You know, the, you know where he was in the first film with yeah. that little place with the dome and a thing? Yeah. And she goes there and she buries the lightsabers yeah. and she's trying to make herself a home. And then this old person stops and says, no one's been here for ages. Who are you? And then she looks up and the old music, do 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 and uh, then she looks up and sees the ghosts of Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. And she turns around and goes, my name is Ray Skywalker. And she, and she goes, oh, I haven't had that for a long time. And then she looks at the suns and it finishes. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was fine with it. You know? I mean, it was fine. I mean, look, look, I'm not slating it. I'm, I think it was very telling that I think the bit that I got the most excited about was literally it blink and out. you'll miss it. Which was Wedge, who is the pilot in episode four, five, and six. So he's ju- he's only in those films for about what five minutes tops. Mm-hmm. He's always the pilot that never dies. Like was always right. that he's not a main character. He just he never dies. Yeah, yeah. In the first one, he bottles it and he flies away. <laughs> in the second one, he's quite assured. In the third one, he blows the Death Star up. Mm. And in this one, he literally is in it in the turret of the he, Millennium he, Falcon yeah. firing the guns. And it just goes, one line, goes, and that's it. It goes, yeah, that, that, good shot, Lando. I think <laughs> and I was like, I was like, it's fucking wedge. That got the second biggest cheer in the cinema that night. Everyone just went mental for that bit. But there's, you know, um, there was a little character that has been introduced Russian. called Barry <laughs> Frick that just... is a puppet. There's just a bit where he's, he's doing something, succeeds what he's doing, and he goes... Well, hey! And that got a huge, huge laugh. Just and uh, yeah, the other thing was that C three PO basically had is the, something is it, to do for a change. He yeah, so C three PO, the the slightly um, how to say uh, sexually orientated uh, camp. Yes, camp. The camp, camp golden rod. This robot. time, he's always been there. Just in the last two films, he's just been in the background, really saying one mm. thing. And in this one, he was just like, oh, I'm having a fabulous time. And it was all around him. And actually, I thought... He got served really well in this one. That was quite nice. So, so I know we, we talked about it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I, I can't understand why the internet are going fucking mental <coughs> about how much they hate it. Oh, but I think what it is, is the fact that they didn't like The Last Jedi. So they tried to spin it round to make it more their type of film this time round. And the fact that they've done that... Yeah. That's caused it all the, to kick off. Do you know, the people moan about fan service, but it's what it, that's what it is. It's serving the fans. So, you yeah. know, I'm happy. Like Han Solo turning up. Yeah. Complete fan service. I didn't even know he was going to be in it. And so when he turned out, I, I, I had a feeling he might. I thought they were just going to do a thing with, like, everybody who's ever been in it was going to be, like, the thing at the end. Hmm. And then he was there. He looked like Harrison Ford looked like he'd literally yeah. been dragged out of a bush. His hair was like fucking. Yeah, he fuck. crashed the plane. No, literally, he's like. Just crashed my plane. Right. Well, I think that's probably enough. Yeah. About... Moving away from the the spoiler side of things. So, mm. if you were, if you had someone like myself who's not really invested in Star Wars, I have seen a few of the. There films. is no fucking point in you going watch that film. No. What, what I'm getting at is, from the whole of the Star Wars story, mm-hmm. if, say, for example, I was, I had the time and I was going to go and watch the films, mm-hmm. is there a recommended order 
for example, yeah, should I watch lady. episode one, two, three? Should I watch okay, them in, okay. uh, uh, in there? There's different. In the order they were yeah. released or the I, actual I, chronological order of I always, time? I always go, if you were ever going to do it, watch it in the order the films are made. Um, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Uh, the reason I say that is because you miss some of the big drama of thinking. There's also some weird internet modes where you're supposed to watch. I've seen one where you said that you're supposed to watch episodes one and two, mm. then four and five, then three, then six, then seven, eight, nine. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's a very big thing. Like when I was in the cinema today, I was, you know, it was very amusing to see the fact that literally the majority of the audience that were in my screening were all men in their forties on mm. their own. Yeah, you know. And it was, it's kind of like a telling legacy, you know, that my daughter loved The Last Jedi and I'm very, very curious to see how she finds episode nine. Um, I mean, look, you've seen some, I've sent some videos where she's well into throwing a lightsaber around and things like that. Yeah. And like she said, I, I, we watched Return of the Jedi because I was like, it's important. You need to watch this film mm. to understand it. Mm. Oh, and she went, Oh, dad, this film is so bad. The special effects are only about as good as Jurassic Park. I mean, Sam, this film came out when I was six years old. Yeah. You can see that with these last three movies, the critics and audience has split 50 50 because JJ follows the original trilogy formula for each movie. And to the point where there's scenes in this one that are directly pulled from Return of the Jedi. Whereas Rian Johnson decided to do his own thing and people liked that but other people felt they liked the I guess, more I, guess, I guess the problem is that it's th- just that the, these last three movies now yeah. end up you watch them together they're not going to sit right because the problem is with it and again this is like final thoughts wrapping up is mm. that as much as people hate episodes one to three George Lucas had an idea of a story that went We'll do this in the first one, we'll do this in the second one, we'll do this in the third one. And what happened with the the last trilogy in the last five years is they fucking made it up as they went along. Yeah, yeah. And there's no st- cohesive story. Yeah. And, he always and like, said, I've got nine episodes. He, he had nine, nine and Disney to told tell, him to but... fuck off for his last yeah. thr- last three. <laughs> so he, and also very telling, he never turned, he never went to the premiere. No. Normally they always... Yeah. And it's very interesting that Rian Johnson has suddenly seen a massive wave of shit at him the last 48 hours on Twitter, to which he's responded today right. about the, the Luke story arc. And right. actually I went, do you know what? I can totally see where you were coming from as a filmmaker and stuff like that, but I just, and I understand your perspective of it, but I guess when you've got something as big as Star Wars to try and subvert it, to make it something that it's not, maybe. And again, yeah. look, I don't know. Everyone has their it, own it, idea. It's like you, everyone has their own perception of what something I means. I think Star them. Wars means, you know, I did that Instagram post before going to go and see it and just kind of put my thoughts into Star Wars as a whole. And it's just, it's, it's uh, there's never been in my life, a moment in my life where I haven't known of Star Wars. And it's been a huge thing in my childhood. And then there was the prequels, which research and... Anything that brings back your childhood is always good. Something yeah. you enjoyed, and then again, this into my now into my forties 
that it's still going on. And whilst this saga ends, Star Wars will be around long, long. Yeah, after be, I mean, it, gone. I mean, this it's going to be like James like, fucking Bond. It was for me here afterwards. Regardless of whether you <clears> like <throat> it or not, whether you like Last Jedi or you don't, or how you feel about any of the movies or any of the spin-offs or anything like that, it's fuck it. It's a monster just from this guy in the seventies creating. A, a dumb space movie about laser swords yeah. that has he's tweaked to no end with McClunky and all that shit. Uh, but and it's caused so much heated debate. So then the internet came into play and people could argue with each other about it. And it's just been such a huge fucking thing that you know. It's like I, I love friends. It. You're never going to please everyone, and I love all of it. As much as I hate some of it, I just I fucking love Star Wars. It's, there you go. You can you can basically put it down to like there's a <laughs> there's a there's a line from um comic book guy in The Simpsons from a few years ago. Worst <laughs> laser space wars movie ever. I shall only go and see it three more times today. Yeah. <laughs> and then that and that's literally it. But there you go, look, there's that's let's put a pin in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. You know? It wasn't the best ending, but it was good for what he had left on the table, I think. Um so I think before Chris has just left us to go to the toilet, so before he can rage about this, Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds has a movie on Netflix called Six Underground, directed by Michael Bay. That's right. You, it's got Michael Bay obviously directing, but slapped all over it. Yeah, it looks hundred percent Michael Bay. Um, How much did he manage to watch? Uh, About forty minutes, I think. And um, will you go back and watch the rest? Mm. Oh, you're not a Possibly, I will. I kind of watched it in all honesty. Force, yeah, I watched it. I want. I saw the trailer. I thought, oh, this looks kind of my kind of film. Guns, explosions, car chases, sort of thing. Um, ultimately, yeah, the first twenty minutes or so kind of takes care of that. Yeah, it, it, it's for me. There, it was. Well, the the. From what I've seen, it feels like a parody. Mm. It's ridiculous. Because it feels like everything is so overblown. It's like the slow-mos during like the initial car chase. It's like, oh, there's a baby. Or woman with a baby. And him like leaning out going, no, she's okay. All those sort of things. And then when there was kills and blood going off and eyeballs rolling around. It was every little thing just felt so over the top. It came across it, as being a it, parody it, of that kind of genre of action. It's action. It's films. a Ryan Reynolds vehicle, so it's trying to be a little bit Deadpool, a little bit Hitman's Bodyguard. So yeah. getting that Ryan Reynolds, at, that's what he does best: is yeah. that quick fire remarks and humour. Yep. Um, mixing it with Michael Bay's, you know, Transformers and things like that. Are, they're not documentaries or dramas but they're more serious like taken more seriously mm. what he's doing the, the humour in maybe the humour in Michael Bay style doesn't mix too well it does flag in places but you know overall I just thought it's completely ridiculous fun movie if it wasn't for Reynolds yeah. it wouldn't make it past the first five minutes That, but that first 20 minutes yeah for like real live stunt driving was brilliant I, I really enjoyed it um very much like if Michael Bay had directed Baby Driver kind of thing. Yeah. 
then that's probably what it would have looked like. Yeah, no, no, it was, yeah. I know Chris has got his issues with it's not so much, Bayism, but... Yeah, it, it was definitely... Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely has Michael Bay all over it. I, I don't know, it's one of the things where... It's gratuitous. It's, um, there's people that won't like it just because it's Michael Bay. Yeah. But. It's not that I didn't like it, it was just that everything... I think I was watching it going, is this designed to be a parody of action films mm. of car chases of slow motion action sequences all that sort of thing because the way it was coming that that's exactly how it was coming across to me yeah um, the most annoying thing about it though is that it's edited so badly the continuity so I, I hate myself for this but like um, car chase and stuff like that when a wing mirror gets knocked off a car yeah. it's that's, there again in the yeah. next scene and stuff like that so but Chris wasn't a huge fan <laughs> of Six Underground and he's rejoined us so I'll give him a minute to maybe you've got a minute his so frustrations don't hurt no, don't hurt us about no I don't uh, it, it's very much of the 90s it's it's a <laughs> we say Bayhem or but for Michael. me that's a positive <laughs> yeah yeah no absolutely and you know it's high octane it's you know in terms of the set pieces and the sequences and that's fab um, I don't know what it is I just think I guess Maybe, and it's not political or anything like that. But like when I said, it's like quite an opulent film, very much about, you know, money, glamour, dollar bills, you know, this like super glamorous it's world film. and environment. Yeah, absolutely. But even like, you know, kind of the environments they're in and things like that. And, and I don't know whether it, it, it is probably, I'm, I said this on the group chat last night, I don't know whether I'm too woke <laughs> now or what's acceptable or not. But like so sequences that design no, but like sick. sequences that design to titillate. It's like a kind of I don't need a wide pan shot of just things just lingering on girls' asses and stuff like that. For no, do, do you do, know what? Like, cause if you want to see one... that, you want if you know if you want to see that, there's there's alternative means. You can go and watch pornography and shit like that. Yeah, but, then, but it's so, kind of like a thing of going. But you're just doing it just for the pick, fucking sake of it. That's just picking and choosing where you can see that stuff. Absolutely, you're happy to watch it in one medium, but maybe but not I guess, another. I guess it's just the, the the fact that I don't know. Like, it's a film as a medium. I just kind of just find that. If you're doing it to set up a shot or to set up an, an environment you're in, mm. that's kind of, the way it was done in terms of like the shots. So the shot pans in, isn't it? And you've got writhing girls. But what we'll do is we'll just zoom in on her ass and then we'll just like crane the camera up and then we'll move to the left and we'll kind of follow the sequence until we get to where we need to go in this, in this shot. And I'm kind of just like, fuck, so <laughs> 90s. It's so, it's so. But this, this is you know, like twelve-year-old boys will fucking love that film <laughs> because right. it's got loads of forty-one-year-old boys. <laughs> no, but and you know, I th- I thought you know if Ryan Reynolds wasn't in it, I don't know if I'd have sat through the whole yeah, lot. You know, I we, think we were saying we, that it wouldn't have lasted five minutes without him. And I also think old matey who was played Roger Taylor from Queen. Yeah, he was my favourite mm-hmm. character just because yeah, he was almost yeah, like yeah. your guide through the film of the absurdity well, of it in, all because he was like in, oh fuck right okay I just got to jump uh, right what <laughs> yeah I mean initially for me he kind of almost stood out a bit like a sore thumb because of his whereas everyone else is kind of like American his, his fake British accent it's not fake but it sounds fake yeah it's, 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 it's almost kind of so British almost then. like Vinnie Jones to an extent yeah. it, it, it kind I'm of the just, juggernaut bitch it felt like it, oh. 
kind of stood out for yeah. almost for the wrong reasons. But, but I don't know. I you guess know what? It's, my, my only bit of getting you guys to watch it was that the first 20 minutes I just thought was a fantastic action set piece with some great stunt driving. If, if you think about films that we endear and love to this day, like mm. 80s action films, Arnie and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Commando and there's gratuitous titties in there. There is gratuitous violence in that. There is Arnold flexing his muscles. <laughs> no one bats an eyelid to that. They go, oh, it's a classic. That's it. There's no one going, oh, it's gratuitous I, or I guess, like that. They go, it's a classic action. Okay. It's classic for its time. But now you can't do that. But you can still watch the old ones, but you just can't do that anymore. Yeah, very much so, I think, to an extent. And it's some kind of form of snobbery, I guess, to an extent. I, d- I don't know. It's just... We're treated to lots of different films and different things. I mean, I, I haven't, I don't, I haven't watched, I think beyond probably Fast and Furious. I've seen like Fast and Furious 1 and 3 and 4 and maybe things like that. And I, but I don't know what they do. It's very much like if you go back to the original Transformers, hmm. he, you know, Bayem, he's very much obsessed with, uh, Thingamajiggy. What's her name? Megan, Megan Fox. But then it, you know, and, Again, yeah. there's, there's an audience for it. Like Absolutely. Transformers has proved, and Fast and Furious has proved, like what? How many? Eight? Nine? Eight, I with think. Hobbs and Shaw? You'll yeah, probably yeah, find that. That's proved that there's an audience out there that just want this stupid 90s shit. Very much. And I think you'll probably find that when the stats come in, not the Netflix do it, but Six Underground yeah. will probably be but, one of their biggest things I've ever done. If you don't go back to it, it's fine, but it, Six Underground has been set up to be like. There's good, there could be more depending on how yeah the ratings come back and how popular it is. Yeah, uh, look, look, I did, look, I didn't hate it. I, it, it. I I enjoyed it for what you know the, those set pieces very much, mm. and that's what you kind of want out of an action movie. I think I guess my cynical I mind tries to deconstruct a lot of stuff uh, at certain times, and then I don't know. think there's anything offensive in there. Yeah, it's gratuitous stuff, but. Overall, I enjoyed it, and Ryan Reynolds had some. He, he was doing his done. Ryan stick, Reynolds basically just plays himself yeah. now. That's, yeah. that's oh, what it, he does. What? He, it's very. I mean, I've seen a lot of Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> Reynolds films, and you sort of know now what you're going to get is Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. And, and some, this is something I was going to mention earlier, but wait, if you'd come back in, the way I'm not saying they're the same people, but in terms of the way they're portrayed in movies, Ryan Reynolds is now very much like a Samuel he's L. Jackson. Type, he's typecast. So, like Samuel yeah. Jackson, you expect him to be a shouty, shouty motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. With Ryan Reynolds, it's the joking, kind of like the, did, the kind of sexy, did, charming. Did, there was, did you get to the bit of the line where he's at the bar talking to the dictator, and then his bodyguard stood that close to him? He goes, yeah. like, Do you mind? I can feel the tip. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah. stupid no, fucking yeah. shit like but that. But that is Ryan Reynolds. You get that in every Ryan Reynolds movie from yeah. Van, from, well, Van Wilder is probably the earliest film I can remember him in. Um, all the way through his movies, and he's always had that just yeah, really razor sharp kind of. Yeah, group. it's kind of and that, that witty response. That's not a script thing because you see him in interviews, and he's yeah, really yeah, yeah, fucking no. quick. I but yeah, anyway, that's yeah, six yeah. underground. Anyway, six underground. Yeah, so we talked about it, that phase in it. I thought it was just fun, and you know, just some great set pieces. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'll go back to to finish it. I don't think it needs to be kind of dissected too hard. No, kind of. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But there you go. So, um, well, time is of the essence for me. And yeah. Okay, so let's talk one last um, uh, output. 
of the Watchmen. So um, it's going to come up in our review of the year, no doubt, because I think it's probably mine, Chris, and Ben's favourite TV show of not just the year, maybe a few years. Um, Watchmen is um, a kind of sequel to the comic book. Graphic novel. Probably the first proper graphic novel. That ever came out by a guy <coughs> called Alan Moore who that I met is, when I was ten and never realised who is not fucking interested in anyone. <laughs> he is a grumpy shit. Um, but I always find that really <laughs> random that the, the creators of Watchmen I met when I was in nineteen eighty four five in Ace Comics when it first opened. Yeah, do you sound and they signed yeah. my comics and I never knew who they were. They just had a new DC oh. book out and I went and met them and they signed my stuff and they were really nice to me. And I thought they were really cool. And now I'm going, why didn't I have a Watchman number one? Why didn't I get them to sign that? What the fuck? <laughs> but it, it, yes, it's, it was so It was meaty, so good. Um, and so challenging you, and so it, different. Has it finished now or is it still... It's, it's, finished. it's now just finished. So uh, Monday Just Gone was the last episode. So, so how many so Nine episodes. Nine, so okay. Um, and it's... So like I say, it's um, kind of... Loosely a sequel to the graphic novel, uh, not so much the movie by Zack Snyder, um, but it's the story of Angela Abar and the comic book guys are ancillary to everything. And really, you liked—I can't remember. Did you watch Westworld? Yeah, yeah. You enjoyed that. Yeah. I think, oh, sorry, no, I haven't seen season two. Oh, no, don't. I, I, I tried, but don't. I couldn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, since season one, I, lo- I love, really love season one. I, th- I, th- I genuinely think. You could get into this. I think it's worth it. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely urging on the fact that Simo would love it. There's, there's it's HBO one, isn't it? HBO, yeah, it's now yeah. TV and everything. They, you know, HBO have now got a good reputation for. Oh, they've, they've done yeah, a couple yeah, yeah, of good shows, haven't they? When we so, saw the trailers, I was like, "This is either going to be really good or really shit," and <laughs> so good. Even for us, it's surpassed all anything. Even for us that are quite well versed in Watchmen. The first couple of episodes, you still weren't really sure what was happening, where it was going, and yeah. you weren't sure if you were going to like it or not. But in hindsight, that was almost well building they, its own thing of saying, but just to get what you know. Had, yeah, they had a very small story, but mm. just fleshed it out really well. There's a character called Looking Glass. He gets his own episode, Tim, uh, played by Tim Blake Nelson. And that was, he was a great character. The really kind of they did flashbacks, which I get kind of bored with flashbacks now. It's a bit of a trope, but with this one, they weren't just flashbacks. It was proper storytelling. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just a convenient five-second flashback to uh, represent something that's happening in the present day. It was a proper no. We start back and do a whole episode about where someone came from and that, why yeah. we're going to get to this point. It's like the opening scene. The opening scene in the first episode starts in 1921. Mm. Oh, um, And then you're literally going through the worst act of white supremacy in American history. Yeah. And then you're very much, oh my God, this whole show or first episode, well, yeah, is about white supremacist America and racism and this. And you're like, Where's where's my fucking superheroes? (laughs) David Lindelof had found out about this story and said no one knows about what happened. Mm. And and talked to a lot of people and said, have you heard about this Tulsa incident? And no one had heard of it. He went, 
this needs to be a story. And then it happened to be the watchman that came along and he was like, I could use this to tell that story. Yeah. He's like, I completely understand that I'm a middle-aged, bald, white guy that's going to be trying to tell this 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 story that people are not kind of see credibility in that. But he managed to fit a, and then, a comic yeah. book or graphic novel story around that. Around it, yeah. Um, it's about cops, Jesus. basically. And then, like in the first episode, in the first few episodes, Don Johnson, <laughs> as in him from Miami Vice, yeah. is one of the main characters. If anything, and you're you, like, feel, you feel like there's a lot of characters that don't get enough time. But I think that's a good thing. Because if this is a yeah, one and done season... Yeah, because Louis Jr. is like one of the main characters. And you forget how old he is. Mm. And like to see him now, after watching him in the eighties, yeah. when he was in his and late forties, fifties, he's now like, act. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so well done. <coughs> and then, as I say, everything it was it, again. It's that weekly thing. Is if you what binged it, and probably if you do watch it, you'll binge it. Yeah, you might have a. It's like Westworld. You might have a completely different read on it, but because you have that week between episodes to digest it. Mm. and deconstruct it and take apart and, and take things yeah and as I say you, you spend a lot of time in it world building for quite a while until you get to like the last three episodes and then the penny drops and then you are like oh my good well, there, god there was a couple of times I said to you like with not furious back, about to, eggs. back to forwards, and I was like it's all about eggs and there's, there's eggs is a thing and also, when um, this would be a mild spoiler, but working out um, there's a, a girl that's a mum, and working out who the dad was, and I was, said to Chris, "I think this is the dad." And then you see a gold statue in a garden, and I was like, "Holy shit, he was there the whole fucking time." When the things fall into place, mm. and a show does that for you, yeah, it's yeah. just giving you that. Oh, that's. Mm. And everything was so, everything's the, hidden the way in plain sight. Yeah, planned out. Kind of. So, so you, so many stuff, and there were so, so many episodes where you were kind of like, what the fuck? But that's the point. And, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit. Timelines Time and different things. But um, that's the point, and I think it will stand up to a second watch, because if you've once you've watched it the first time, and you're like unravelling the mystery, that the second yeah. time you watch it, it will be even more reward. Well, you've watched most, you've watched the second time, haven't you? Yeah. So it's even more rewarding, yeah. because you're going back and going, I was, oh for fuck's sake got to why did I not even I got yeah. to the penultimate episode and then went back to the start and then the first episode I, it just hit me and I was like yeah. I texted him straight away and just went eggs I was like holy fucking shit See, I there's would... so much being shown at you um, even down to the promotional artwork before the season kicked off and this won't mean much to you at all but Angela Abar was always shown in a blue mm. light in the in the posters it's it's um, one thing I can't remember. Like my favourite episode, so it's a bit. I'm a bit stuck because I think episode eight, I think, is probably the finest hour of television I've watched this year mm. by miles because you get that invested. But then I think back and think that episode where she ends up taking all those drugs, <laughs> yeah, and you get nostalgia. and and it completely rewrites. I bet Alan Moore is seething somewhere. I couldn't care less. But then I don't... Th- uh, do you know what? A part of me thinks that he'd never admit it, but I would probably think, because Dave Gibbons is heavily involved, sure, I bet he thinks... I'm sure his bank account is happy, so... No, I know, but part of me thinks that he'll go, 
well, I thought they were going to fuck that up because he's a big northern bloke and he was in the Simpsons. Yeah. I thought they were going to fuck that up, but actually they haven't fucked it up at all. There, there, are, there are bits, <laughs> look at, like when I was going back and watching, there are some bits where if you want to pick apart at things, you can, and certain main the casting blue, blue is character and his choices and his abilities and how they choose what he can and can't do, you can kind of pick that apart. But, why ruin it for yourself? Yeah. Just but there's enjoy like, there's, it for what there's it even is. some cool okay. things in it. So like the casting of Silk Spectre in it. Silk Spectre in the film and the comic, she is your super sexy, uh, lycra clad, really pretty superhero. Mm. And this is set 35 years later. There's no and way. she is a old, haggard, well, she's not cynical. that haggard. She's she was, cynical, you could tell that she was, um, the actress that plays her was yeah. really pretty when she was younger, but she's a schnark, like a proper, yeah, fucking whatever. Again, and she has herself of a blue dildo a lot. So and it's like... They could have had so much more screen time. They could have done a load more episodes, but it probably would have dragged it out. Yeah, I um, love it, so when she's just sat there just going, oh, well, I've seen this before, I don't give a fuck. Are you going to kill me? All right, okay, fine. But, and she's like, this really haggard, like, really pretty old lady just going... Yeah, whatever. I think if, right. you, if you get a chance, definitely, definitely give it a watch. Yeah, it, yeah I'm really. I, I don't think. Like I say, Umbrella Academy, um, was great this year. Really enjoyed that. That is very close second. But over the last, I don't know, ten years, Game oh, of Thrones has had moments. It's not had. I don't know. It, it's not done it for me like Watchmen has. I, I think, think I think Game of Thrones did do have those moments, absolutely. Um but I don't know. In in for, such a short like with Westworld in season one, not season regardless two. Regardless of the length, from start to finish of telling a story. Of yeah, how which happy is I why was. now when it ended on Monday night or Sunday night or Monday morning when I watched it on a train to Newcastle. Can't believe you watched it on your phone. I had no choice. I had no choice. I wanted to see it. I didn't want it to get spoiled. I was on a train at 8.30 in the morning going from London to Newcastle. I had, I had free Wi-Fi because I was in first class. I had it on. And it was... It was the... It, I was, it was just the nice just TV show or like in terms of everything yeah. it did. And the ending, like the final scene, I'm, Brilliant. I'm almost oh. kicking and screaming now and saying, do not... Do a season oh, two right. because you can end that here, yeah. and I, and I like the fact that you could leave it there, and it is completely up to you yeah. how you take that away and how you I don't process that. I don't think there's yeah. a story to tell after that. Does so. she walk on water or does she fall into it? And part of me goes, I think she's going to fall into the water. That, right, and I okay, was kind okay, of like, yeah, well, yeah, you're getting, but yeah, you don't need to go too far. Um, I would have loved a cutscene of her splashing around the water calling me a prick. But there you go. Um, yeah, and then that would have meant that that's it. You're one and done and you don't need to tell any more yeah. of the story. Just stop thinking about making fucking millions of dollars. Just do one story, finish your story, do it well, and then fuck yeah. off. Anyway. Because you'll, that will be remembered for a lot longer than keeping something on for seven years or like Westworld Season 2 where I'm just like, dragging it out. this is fucked. But that'll do for Watchmen, I think. So, yeah, if you get a chance, yep. Simo and you guys out there, give it a watch. So, anyway. Man. What? Sorry. Man. So, we are coming up to the end of 2019, mm-hmm. oh. which means the ending of another decade of life <laughs> another on this planet. planet. <laughs> um, so, really, like 2010 
Wow. Of <laughs> how things have changed. Yeah. Um, life's a little bit different now. We're all streaming everything. Um, Spotify was just coming into its kind of... Did, was the iPhone out? Yeah, it was. iPhone was out. I think it's up to number three or four by that no, point. No, you had iPhones. So yeah, we, we did, did all we have iPhones by that point. IPhones, but I think it was 3G. There was the out. iPhone 3GS. Oh, yes. And things weren't what they are now. So I don't No, think they, you, they, they, you bought them and then yeah. they lasted. I remember having like, some of the first apps on an iPhone were... Um, thingy having, jump, um, thingy jump, doodle jump. Do you remember the pint of beer where you could just drink and it would just look like a pint, you're glugging a pint of beer? Just silly apps yeah. like that. They weren't functional. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, there was, there was no always a candle, a lighter. Yeah. There was I no thought, doodle jump, Metal Gear yeah. Solid. A, tor- a, tor- <laughs> a torch which didn't actually do anything because there, was, there wasn't a flash at that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would literally just, pre- like, there'd just be like a yellow beam on the screen. There was. Ooh. There was no Uber apps or Uber Eats or any of this, yep. just a Deliveroo or any shit like that. No. You still had to go out and get your own food, like a caveman. <laughs> or phone up a Chinese. Who phones up people anymore? No one. You don't want to speak to anyone on the That's phone. That's why millennials hate talking to people, isn't it? Sorry. Did, <laughs> I, don't, a millennial. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you had emojis, did you? Maybe a no. smiley face that you could make out of a colon and... That was like MSN shit. MSN was still a thing in 2010. Yeah. 2000. Really? Send me your boobs. Yep. <laughs> Bloody hell. Things, things have changed some, somewhat. Yeah, they've changed a lot. We were all still using hard media. Yeah. Like hard? Discs. Yeah, you would buy discs, you'd buy discs DVDs. And stuff like that. And were Blu-rays I don't know. I was proper bagging yeah. to MP3 by that point. Yeah, but I think, yeah, Blu-rays were out. Blu-rays, because yeah, yeah. PS3 was PS3. talking about. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, because... Yeah, that's why that I've got PS3. PS3, because... Casino Royale was probably the first yes, because Blu-ray we signed... I remember on PS3. Ooh. Yeah, because PlayStation did a thing where if you bought a PS3 when it launched, mm. and you, you sign up to PlayStation Network, which was new, yep. as a thank you for doing it, they... um sent you a uh, free copy of Casino Royale on Blu-ray. Not like the end of this decade where they sent me an email going, ah, we've fallen out with PayPal, so your <laughs> now PayPal account's been disconnected from the PlayStation Network. Cheers, you cunts. <laughs> See, everything has just, it's just become, a, 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 like social media has become a monster now. Yep. Like 2010, say 2009, 2010, was the early days for us of Twitter. Twitter, Twitter 2010. Of just having fun, of yeah. put anal into a film title or something. Millennials like don't that. like that. Yep. Now, Millennials don't like it's that. just a that place for people to fucking rage. And hate each other. And, yeah, you, you can't share an opinion anymore online without everyone telling you why you are wrong. I had a conversation with someone this week about it on Twitter, and they were like talking about deleting it mm. for good. And I said, look, just remember where this place started and who you've met because of it and the fact that because of that well I, I I personally would say I've met quite a few people from Twitter that I would never have ever normally have met and to this day I still talk to them not all the time anymore because that's fucking life that's life with you lot I see yeah, lots yeah. to record this um, but I still talk to them quite a lot and the fact that this thing allowed me to meet them and talk to them because we had shared interests. I find it quite like a high value, but it's now a cesspit of opinions. It's cesspit. It's like, you know, and I'm not... Fuck, okay, I'm not going to go political. But I'm going to say that 
you would think from an echo bubble, or you would think from tweets and retweets that, and this is where it distorts, you know, opinion mm. and matter, is that, you know, you would think that there's quite a, you know, a high proportion of people who would say one thing about something, which you would come to assume would be the norm. Yeah. It's that echo chamber thing, isn't it? And actually, what you then discover <laughs> is when last Friday morning, for instance, that actually you are not, you are very much in the minority. minority you can yeah. shout as much as you fucking like, but these days, because social media has become this just thing where you just shout into the abyss and see if anyone fucking shouts back, yeah, that it's not a true reflection of real it's, life. It's all, and I've moved away a lot from social media. I mean, okay, you can treat WhatsApp, you can treat those things. I'm very much valued for what WhatsApp to me is is the is the key app these days. It's the app yeah. that I communicate to my friends with. Yeah, it's how I talk to people. Well, I remember probably going back to like 2010, where you go on a night out. And I'd take my digital camera, mm-hmm. yep. Sony CyberShot, mm-hmm. take that out. Yeah, yeah. Then the next day, hungover, I'd sit there the uploading all those photos. And that's what it was to me. It was a place where we'd just all just like the photos and just say what a good night out we had and stuff like that. Now, no one's fucking interested in you unless you can do something for them. So yeah. look, I've tried reaching out, like there's a hashtag for film Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I've tried hashtagging that, talking about films. People aren't fucking interested unless... Like, everyone now has a podcast. What we're doing now is not fucking special because every mother and his brother... Now, all celebrities are jumping on the podcast bandwagon and talking about all manner of shit just uh, to get themselves out there. Film Twitter, they're not interested in us. And, you know, rightly so, because we talk shit. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm trying to engage... Well, you, you used to be able to go on MSN chat rooms and movie chat and stuff like that. Yeah. You have to talk to people. Mm. And just be fun. Now, I think people are fucking snobs. They're up their own arse. There's film podcasts I, I, I listen to and I tweet them and say, you know, great podcast. Uh, try and get, try and engage a chat. And they don't get anything about it. But they're always talking about how hard their life is trying to get a podcast episode out. Or, sorry guys, I'm struggling this week. I can't get a podcast episode out, but it's coming to you soon. It, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I just that, find but... it a. Um, we're very much. I mean, we've all fallen into it, and it, you know, like it's really odd. Like if you go back and think about those original Apple ads, some of you must have seen them from the Apple history. Yeah, yeah. About all the people all consumed by one all following thing, and actually, yep. You know that marketing thing yeah. has evolved into this thing. I, it is what it is, and I think you have to kind of accept, from a certain extent, that. Uh, what what we have now is what it looks like moving forward. You know, mm. I joke, it, a film that came out, was it 2000 and, no, it's, just, it's not 2010, it's before then, Wally, <laughs> the human race, say, all Wally, sat in your yeah. fucking seats doing that shit. And we're very yeah. much, we're very much a species no, that will evolve we, into... We are all guilty of it. We've all oh, yeah, been yeah, sat yeah. here yep. in the past doing podcasts, talking, and there might have been one of us on the phone just scrolling or looking at something and then you're completely out of the room mm-hmm. and can, and you notice when someone's not paying attention and you kind of then it kind of stutters you talking because you realize i'm talking but someone's not fucking yeah no listening. absolutely and oh, now, it's everywhere it's everywhere, everywhere. Um, i was at the zoo today and there was i was 
next to the Tigers. There's recently been some cubs been born. So there's some cubs out, mother and the, the father, daddy lion, uh, sorry, Tigers, are roaming about, you know, the big old beast. And I think there's yeah. these two people just sitting on a bench, scrolling through Facebook on their phones. But, but I think also in the last 10 years, we're very much about, we need to tell people where, we're, where we are, what we're doing, what we're thinking, yeah. because we're encouraged to do so, because I, that's I, what, what I, people I want. I know with people that will um, maybe do something once every couple of weeks, go out and something that's Instagrammable. You know, no, yep. you can take those photos. But then they'll take those photos, but then kind of stagger releasing them. So that they're always doing good content. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that's me yeah. this week in Newcastle, right? But, but then I do no, that. Cause I, no, but no, I do no, that because you're you posting them while you're in Newcastle. On, on, you're well, no, I waited. But though. you won't do it for the next two weeks. To, yeah, to I make know it seem like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're posting like, regular oh, content, I, so every. Yeah, but also, I don't want anyone to know that my house is like left alone, so I just like no, literally because a private one of going, I'm here to my private thing, and then to the public thing is, I'm going to wait till I get home. I'm going to post them all. Where people are like, I've got to keep stuff in the back pocket just in case I have a boring week. I can then put these photos up and go, hey guys, look at my trip to yeah. Newcastle where I had a meat pie and sausage roll. Come on, Newcastle, score a goal. Um, it's just but, me on the time looking for fog. Yeah, there weren't any fucking fog. <laughs> <laughs> but that that kind of, I've got to keep my, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Where, you know, back in the day, it was sending cards or letters to people and just oh, staying wow, in touch. Oh, wow, this is so but, true. So my mum was saying to me today, like she went, she's kept saying to me for the last few weeks, do you know how many Christmas cards I've got this year? And I went, no. And she's like, four. And I went, right. It's I said, well, no one sends Christmas cards anymore. And she was like, yeah, but I don't know whether it's because most of the people I know because I'm old and dead <laughs> or if it's because people yeah. don't send Christmas cards. I was like, mum, you got everyone's email address. Just like send a picture of you and the grandchildren with like Merry Xmas, lol on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on it. And then maybe people will read that. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I can't do that. And people won't pick that up. And I went, they will. But it, it's that weird thing where we're all automated. We don't send Christmas cards. You know, we 20, I, I didn't want to send Christmas cards 20 years ago, but I always used to send them because it was the polite and it was the done thing to do. Whereby it, now you don't need to do that because people would we have, all live in an environment where well, would have, um, a load of, uh, a carrying spare cards. Of spare cards. Yeah, and if someone then dropped one off, you'd be like, oh, quickly, write one out. Yeah. There no, you go. No, absolutely. Same, like we worked in the pub back in the day. People coming to work and they'd have cards at the back of the bar. So if someone turned up and go, oh, I forgot about them, just write them a Christmas well, it's, card. It's like Black Eye Friday tonight, isn't it? I don't get this Black Eye Friday. Friday so yeah. explain what Black Eye Friday so is. So Black Eye Friday apparently is this thing that's been turned in the uh, pub world, which is the last Friday of work before the Christmas holidays, where lots of tourists who wouldn't normally drink go mm. to the pub and get very drunk and then it all kicks off. I, I can talk from experience that yeah. that is a thing. and <laughs> um, It's like the thing tonight where we're recording. I'm like starting to go, shit, man, I've got have, to go straight back into this to get home. You'd have the boss taking his staff out for a Christmas drink and he's got to show off and be... Like in the office, he's the big dick. So he's in charge. So he's got to carry that persona into the pub and talk to you a server like a piece of fucking shit in front of his staff. Uh, I've had a guy, I, d I still don't understand what it means, but he told me to take my socks off because we're going to have a fight. 
And as I, I, I don't... Uh, right, take, take your socks off, take, we're going to fight. Take my socks off. And went, Why? Yeah, you take your fucking socks off, we're going to have a fucking fight right now. As I, I, all that he got to Larry and refused to serve him, which is... In, yeah, in this country, I don't understand it's the, the worst thing. crime to do is <laughs> to, to not refuse to serve someone, to tell someone that they are too drunk. Yeah. Because they know better than you all the time. And the amount of fights that have come from refusing to serve someone, because y- you're basically belittling them in front of their friends yeah. and saying, sorry, mate, Mugging me off you've had enough. House. How, how do you know when I've had enough? Well, because you can't fucking grab your pint glass, let alone... Fucking walking a straight line. Yeah. But it's the same as sometimes when you'd ID someone and you realise they're old enough because <laughs> they kick off at you that badly that you're like, oh, actually, you might be old enough. But I think, it, I don't know, because I think it's like an, I don't know, it's like an age thing or, or maybe it isn't. And I, I, like, we went out the other week, didn't we? So we we walked through town and there was a guy, old guy, walking down my road <laughs> with oh, a fucking machete. Then you've got so a someone photo, and he just had a massive kitchen knife in his hand. And I thought that I couldn't work, work out what it was at first. I got closer and closer. It looks like a knife. There's just a guy That's walking a fucking down knife. the street with a fucking knife. Yeah, and then we were walking through just, town, and you've got like the police pulling over a tax driver apparently because they're a legal immigrant. Yeah. But at the same time, you've got kids threatening to shouting out abuse, yeah. going, "We're going to fucking stab Two you kids in the head." Walk past the coppers, going, "We're going to fucking stab you in the head." Yeah. We're going to fucking stab you right up. And they just ignore him and say, no. I remember cycling down, but this is when first when uh, bike lanes started mm. coming into the thing. Mm. As a kid, cycling in a pedestrian bit and a policeman fucking screeched his bicycle over, crashed into mine and told me off for doing that. And now you can threaten to stab someone. No, well, that's fine. It was, it, it's kind of I, a crazy thing. I think the older I get, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get the inclination to go out and want to do things anymore. I think it's like if you think back to <laughs> your more hormonal days or things like that, yeah. or you know what is the grand general design of the human race is to go <laughs> create the species <laughs> and just go. I'm just going to go out because maybe I might find a girl and something like that. And now I'm like, do you know what? Fuck that! I'd rather just sit at home, watch Netflix, and play computer games. No. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go out. So if we just worked out, we just now. Over the last decade now, we're just living in a pit of despair. Do no, I don't. I wouldn't yeah. say it's a pit of despair. No, do you know what? Yes, I no, it is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Since 2010 was such a good time. I wouldn't say it's a pit of despair. I would say yeah. that my life, personally, like if I took anything from the last decade, I've learnt to become responsible. I think I've learnt to become a father <laughs> to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people might disagree, but I would probably say that these days my priorities are quite looked on. I've become very mature and responsible. And 10 years ago, at the start of this decade, I was not that person 20, that I am now. 2020 sounds like something, a year that I'd never be alive for. It sounds like so far in the future, like yeah. Yeah. being back in the day, like 2020, is like, ooh, Blade Runner. It's or, a weird thing. And like, you've had so much me. shit going in the last few years and stuff. And like, life, to an extent, takes away a little bit more than it gives, especially when we get a little bit older. <laughs> we go back, I think now, like, I'd yeah, just be I'd quite happy to be in two. When two thousand thirty happens, I'd just be quite happy to be here. I'd be per- very happy. On a personal note, not to bum it down, but yeah, two thousand nineteen hasn't been the most rewarding. And no. like um, a friend of mine that I didn't see a lot of lately, but he passed away a couple of weeks ago from a massive heart attack. Yeah. And it's something we joked about 
not him dying, but like we joked about just getting to that age yeah. where you, you start to see your friends go, and now it's a thing. Actually happening. And yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to bum it down Yeah, too no, much. no, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. And, you know, if, I, if I'm quite cold about it to an extent, like the last couple of years and so that started to happen more and more people started to do that and I think you know if anything I could take away from 2019 or as a decade or anything mm. you want to say to that I've, I've begun to <laughs> you know what I'm like I'm the worst at Christmas I'm normally the most yeah. miserable and despairing person and I actually if you talk about mental health and stuff like that <coughs> actually it took Ben telling me to shut up and stop being a dick you're like a ginger grinch yeah, but no, a but ringer. genuinely, there was in a group chat where I was that low and I was thinking some stupid things and Ben was like, yeah, what's that going to say, you dick? And yeah. I went, <laughs> in the middle of, like, in late night, Saturday night chat, and he was like, he's got a point. I, um, so, I, so, I, so, so I took that and I kind of went, and also what's happened recently, I've gone, do you know what? We're here, and it sounds that cheesy live, we're here for a short time, not a long time. Yeah. But I kind of went, do you know what? I thought it was a good time. I'm normally a miserable cunt at Christmas, really hate it. And I went, this year, oh, fuck it. Mm. Do you know what? I'm just going to be, I'll just be me. I'll just be, I'll just be taking. Just going to be me. Just going to be me. Just You do you, hun. Yeah, that fucking opulent, <laughs> sexist, fucking Michael Bay. What a cunt! No, I'm joking. Um, but I just, I yeah, just, but then that's him doing him. So yeah, exactly. But I just, you know, just take it easy and just kind of just uh, be happy. Going back to the Christmas drinking thing, something that when I was younger I never really appreciated <laughs> was Simo the, the Christmas Eve, was the, was the, two thousand and whatever. We can't see each other. We sat one foot away. And there's just smoke in the pub. And it's just so much smoke. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's what I mean. Back then. So back then, um, essentially, before having children, children, BC. I never really understood the whole Christmas night out thing. Because mm. to me, it was like, well, you're getting night out you, go out, you go out every week. Like, what, what the fuck? Why is everyone so excited to go? And then now, especially the fact that I missed my work do last week because yeah. little lad was in hospital it's like now I kind of understand a lot more why everyone or older people should I say now that I'm in that category mm. no not yet you know so buzzing for that Christmas night out oh the fucking Christmas pie it doesn't matter where the fuck it is so, oh the Christmas pie we're going to get fucking ruined we're going to eat shit food we're going to get trashed we're going to roam the town we're going to throw our knickers <laughs> around yeah, it just all that stuff. In, like in the past, like why is everyone so excited? Christmas? It's a free pass to go with um, yeah. Shit Where, like whereas now it's like thing. it's like you know you've it's all it is that you've got that night off. You can just go and get pissed and mm. like, let it all out, sort of mm. thing. I don't and, and, and the excuse is, is it's Christmas. Christmas party now because work wise, I, I I just work by myself, so I don't have a Christmas day to go to. So uh, this is like, oh, a big, I don't know. Like, I, I, big I, Christmas party. No, so this, this is oh, exactly. I missed one, so this and is my Christmas That's why I bought around a whole box of it. And <laughs> ben ben no, couldn't be bothered. Do you know yeah. what? Normally I hate my Christmas meal, work Christmas meal, and this time we went out, and do you know what? I was sociable and I was nice. I was winding up uh, <laughs> our favourite camp guy in the office. I uh, but, you know, we had a laugh. We had a really good laugh. Uh, and do you know what? I, I don't know. This year I feel... I don't know. This year I feel... At peace for once. I don't know. Maybe I think 
ask me again on Christmas Day when my daughter's gone home, but that might be a bit different. But this year yes. I feel I feel this year I feel really at peace. Um I just kind of I don't know. It's just a weird. I'm sorry. We've all gone very deep and dark on this pod. This is obviously we need Ben to shout very loudly, drunk about how much he hated Ryan Johnson for me to kind of invoke things. Oh yeah, sorry. I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Sorry, I didn't. (laughs) Sorry. Is it is it Ryan? Ryan. Ryan. It's definitely a bloke, isn't it? Ryan. Yeah. Spelled Ryan, but. Because this thing I was going to message chat. Is it like Ryan as in Rihanna, or is it Ryan as in? Yeah, it's Ryan. Don't my my Ryan for me is R Y A N. My daughter loves Shakira, and it's like at the moment watching having to sit through Shakira, 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 Shakira. No, watching all Shakira's songs, and you realise like how they vary in quality. But her dance What's that moves. What's to do with Ryan Johnson? I don't know. It's just like he said, Ryan, 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 and I'm like Shakira, Shakira, Sha Sha Ka Ka Shakira. Brilliant. I don't know how we took that turn, but I was going to say about the Christmas parties thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, back on track. Uh, I get it, but you see these people for fucking 51, 52 weeks of the year, and then there's one night to see fucking, I don't know, Karen in HR, this straight lace that is a complete cunt after yeah. a couple of roses. <laughs> and everyone has a good fucking laugh about it and stuff like that. Um, I've never really worked in an office environment, and that's how I imagine staff Christmas parties is the office lot going out they don't hang out the rest of the year they're all fairly straight no, no, go home, yeah. 9 to 5 and all that and then the Christmas party someone fucks someone on a photocopier or there's a yeah, it's, it's, uh, the whole that's, photocopier that's, thing I, parties inside when I was the younger, office don't well, really like, when Simmer and I worked in the same place and we were like very young that kind of shit was like it was I would have to say it was <coughs> I would know it Chris, was I would like know Ridiculous, though. See, it was I, ridiculous. I, Whereas I, when you're older, I don't know, when older and responsible, I think the difference is that... <laughs> I want to say, I think I th- personally feel that I don't behave that way, but I think that's just a case of getting old. I also think that's a case of being... I think that's also a case of being a father for me, is that I just... I don't know, something in me has just gone, no, you can't be like that, or you can't do that, or you can't do this. I don't know. I don't, maybe it's just me. I think you're too harsh and strict on yourself. Let yourself go. No, Stick no. your mum on a photocopier. Yeah, well, yeah. Couple of balls. Press fruit bowl. Oh, don't. That actually leads me to another story. So oh. you can get Veep for men. And the hair removal stuff. That leads yeah. you onto Veep. Well, you were talking about balls on a photocopier and I was like, actually, All right, no, hang on. Have okay. you veeted your balls? So uh, basically, yeah. they, you, I discovered that you can get Veep for men. I was like, really? And then you can get Veep for men for sensitive skin. I was like, all right, brilliant. I might get some of this. How much is it? And it I was like, V all over. Fucking hell. It's like, uh, it's like 15 quid. I was like, bollocks, bollocks. I'm going to buy bollocks. bollocks. Literally, I'm going to buy some. Sorry, bollocks? They're, they're literally, feet bollocks. Yeah. And then you get, like this massive leaflet with it, with huge <laughs> disclaimers. Do not stick it near any giant veins. Do not stick it on your balls. <laughs> Do not stick no, it here. Don't, so don't stick it this similar. Do on. not stick it there. <laughs> and I was like, well, I remember many, many years ago, many years ago, we did this with like girl V. Surely this will be fine. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I went, right, what I'm going to do first is I'm going to try a test area. Because it goes, apply a test area just in case. And I was like, right, okay, we'll try a test we'll area. Testies, so. so we'll stay above here. We'll go here. 
And then I was a bit like, oh, I'm a bit nervous about this. So you buy it. And then the next thing I did was, I went, right, it said, do not go any longer than 10 minutes. And I went, maybe I'll go like seven and a half. And I was like, how am I going to count seven and a half? I was like, fuck, I need to put a timer on my phone. So like you waddle around around the house with this shit on to time it. But as I like went to sit, I thought, I need to sit like in a bath or something like that or sit in the bath area to kind of do that. And as I did that, I like put my phone down, but you don't want to put your phone in the bath at the same time. (laughs) I jogged the beat, the beat sprayed all over the fucking wall, all over the towels, all over the floor. I was like, no, I don't want my carpet to be beat. So I'm running around with all this fucking shit and I'm trying to clean my carpet. Well, we've been here, and then I was like, "You've gone more than ten minutes, presumably." By this point, no. By this point, no. I was like, going literally, the alarm went off. I was like, "Shit, shit!" Got to try and run back into the bath and spray. So, once I spray it off, you're like, "I've got no cock left." It's no, but then it went. Ah. <laughs> literally, by that point, it went. It goes, use this plastic applicator. I was like, what the oh, fuck do you yes. do with that? Yes. And I was oh, like, literally, which way off, do yeah. you do it? And instead, I was spraying it, going, "Oh my god, it's coming off!" And then I was like, "Fuck me, let's." It works. This fucking stuff works. And then I was like, because you do get that slight feeling of going, no, actually, that's feeling a bit warm so now. I need to get rid of this. Were, were you Duncan Goodhue down there then, where it was completely... No, so once oh. I realised it worked, after I'd sprayed it all over the walls and the carpet, I then decided to go for it again. And I was like... So were you completely <sighs> slap bollock? It was hairless. like that weird thing of going, when, when you finally do it, or <laughs> when I went full in afterwards... And you're like spraying, and you have to do the like the application shit. Mm. I was like, "Oh my goodness me!" <laughs> it's like literally oh. coming away, like literally, like you'd, you'd hold, you'd what? like literally tug a bit of pew. I've got questions, and the whole thing I've would got, go. I've got Vroom. questions. What was so? Was there an occasion? Was there? Was this? For like, did you have a hot day? And you? No, I just decided I needed to be a bit more. Streamlined. Well, no, they're streamlined because because like, I had to tidy up before my vasectomy. No, it's like as you get older and stuff, like you know, like with like the grey hair and the white hair and, and stuff yeah, like that. I, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm not a big fan of hair, like apart from on my head. <laughs> no, you've had a giant beard down to your fucking yeah. chest. The, I, in the places I can grow it, brilliant. But other than that, downstairs department, I'm not a big fan of the fucking hair. I don't uh, know, I just but, decided it was just easier because. You try because I bought two like those like edge clipper things. One for me, mm. like your beard, yeah, and then the other one for down there. But literally, you're dicing with death when you like go over I mean, your balls. I like the so way you said one... you, you had two. Would you two there? Yeah, one because my, my face, wife just steals my face. beard trimmer too. Yeah, so I've got a beard trimmer, and I bought because they were on offer. I bought a second one. Went right, I'll just use it for that. But that's like too messy and not like, too much. And then it's... also, it's hard to reach because when you're like like scooping round. Trying to get the back of your balls. Jesus, like, your stuff, Please but... don't slice the back of your balls with a fucking trimmer. Where it's going, Meh. so and we've all nicked it. And I was like, no, fuck this. And it, there needs to be another. Well, one. I've had a vasectomy. See, so I've you, definitely nicked it. You, you, get, <laughs> so you, you get rid of all the hair. So if you then with a lady, are you going to kind of just give her a pre-warning? Because they might be. Expecting I, haven't, I haven't gone through puberty yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> I'm only forty, honest. <laughs> I haven't gone through puberty yet. You, yeah, but you might want to explain why your downstairs looks like Cyril Sneer from Burton the Raccoons. It's better to trim it before it's better like, to be she gets smooth. down there. Because otherwise, like, but they do. The girl, females do it. Yeah. Okay. So, what? like, female. So. <laughs> I'm mindful of that. Really, I don't <laughs> mind manscaping and having a trim down there, but I've not gone like Duncan Good. I've gone yeah. full nuked it. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. I, like, I've not gone chemotherapy. On, oh, on I've, I have gone just... full on. Okay, I knew you were going to go that route, which is why I was trying to interrupt. But 
aside from the boldness, the question I have is on the whole the for men. Oh, I thought it was just on the whole. I think basically what V have what, done what, what, what is just said we're gonna send it to men. Surely because men are stupid. V for women. Because people are fucking dick, so they but can't. People buy a like product. me are an idiot they can't that I could have just bought normal V for about five quid. Yeah. When instead I bought V because it said V for surely men on hair <laughs> and hair. This is, is the same is as like teenager of, me that would regardless of what gender station, you are to buy condoms and just throw money over the counter and just roll off with them. Yeah, but You're it's just like, too embarrassed to no, buy stuff. But it's like the it's like the mentality thing. I've always just gone, you know, what would ever happen if I like actually did go out on the piss or something and then you like could like as you get older, couldn't get up up okay. you know I mean well it's fine normally and stuff like that. And I thought maybe I need to get some Viagra and then I was like going through the thing in your head where you go, Can I actually go to the chemists and go, Hello I'd like to buy some Viagra, please, because it's the more the social... Or she starts like, waggling a little finger going, yeah. oh, that little problem, No, but we? it's like, do you remember when you would like, try and buy condoms in the supermarket beat. for the first time, and then you were like, thank fuck, they could buy condoms from a vending machine? You're almost like, a, yeah, maybe, I should buy some, <laughs> maybe I should buy some Viagra just in case. Yeah, it's like, it's this weird thing at the back of your mind going, maybe if I got lucky, but what would happen? It would just be my luck. I've drunk too much beer and couldn't buy get it buy a novelty up. condom in a pub toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. It's great. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying... Yeah. It's a equivalent of a water balloon. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. No, no but it's just like a thing... Clink film or a crisp packet. I don't know. It's just the social awkwardness. So Clink film a rubber band. So if you progress from 2010 to 2019, I've gone from being nervous about buying condoms in a supermarket yeah. to, to going to buy Viagra and having, having yeah. a bald... A bald dick. <laughs> just while we're on the subject of eat, just to... Just slow the Lex Luthor of cocks. <laughs> Slowly bring it back out. No, I need to from go, the I need to do it again, and I'm a bit like scared about doing it again. <laughs> Just to... I, I, see, I'm nervous because I, I, I go with a razor. So your option is a razor. Fuck that. Hey, razor? Oh my, no, my god, no. Oh, oh come on, who doesn't? What? No, no, no you stick on like, no way. No, you stick on like your number floor right. thing. Oh no, so you've got hairs on your cock. And you've literally, sorry, it's a podcast, and I'm trying to visualise this. He's, he's currently holding. He's holding his head like three foot No, I'm just literally just popping up here. I'm going, and you've got to go underneath, and you're using a fuck. I'll be like, no, fuck that. Oh, no, Why have you slice your cock open? <laughs> no, you, you wax the balls. No, he's waxing the ball. You you your crack that's why I use feet. No, no, he's waxing. When that's you get your bone crack done, you, you don't want to look like a fucking coconut shine. You've oh, got to go underneath. You've got to go right underneath. Done. Let's not go into that. Anyway, no, Simo, no, 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 Simo, no, no, I'm with no, you. No, no, no. I'm with you. That because you have to go, you know, Simo, you have to go right under because otherwise that's story I had. No, the beat story I had. So what you've got? You're this little tuft that sits underneath your. You're going down there with That all goes. You're going down there with like a Gillette Mac 3 or something. Fucking hell. In the shower, Christ, you're brave. It up. You're giving it for self a You're so you. brave. <laughs> right? No, but hold on. Fuck you said that, when no. you get it when you get it done. So who's doing it for you? Listen, who's waxing your anus? <laughs> who's waxing your anus? This isn't about me. It's Rachel. Does she wax your anus? Let's not talk about that right now. With the hot wax. Why would you get your anus done? Oh, yeah, he's <coughs> getting his anus waxed or bleached. What? <laughs> he's getting, so who's waxing your anus? Look, I love the way he's sat now. He's literally got that his balls is, and his fucking arsehole. Right, forget who's watching The Watchmen. Who matches your anus? That is the title of the podcast. He's done it blue because he's the originator of the Doctor Manhattan. Still <laughs> yeah. his cock so big. Fucking hell. There used to be, before the whole Ibiza uncovered and all that sort of stuff, 
there used to be a program I think was called Club Reps. And the there was, was there was this poor orange. ginger lad who became a rep in Gran Canaria. Gran Canaria. And was it me? Every, every, every new he was the new rep that season, and every new rep has to go through like an initiation thing. Herpes. Mm. His initiation thing was quite brutal, in my opinion. So on the first every, every Merry Christmas, my dream love came to me. Yeah. Herpes from a pear tree. Every week, as the club reps, there is uh, one of the kind of things they offer is a pub crawl, mm. where all the club reps take a whole party of people that come with them to different pubs. Blah blah blah. Anyway, there's forfeits along the way, and this poor ginger lad, he, I think his first forfeit was something like eating dog food, or cat food, one of the Easy. two. And then later on, what they did to him, the older reps, shall we say, mm-hmm. they covered his head. Oh, oh no. no. Okay. And no one knew what his head had been covered in. The... And then he went... And then he was like, you know, all fun and games. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. just yeah, sloshing yeah. around his head. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Blah, blah, I think they'd... I can't remember exactly how they did it, but it ended up slapping on his head and he just kind of... Because he was oh. trying to be yeah. part of the gang sort of thing. Oh, yeah, whatever. Then he then... Obviously, the camera crew was following me. got back to... It he basically to had burn it, after five yeah, minutes, mate. He basically had it on there. That's what I was about to say. He got to the point where he was like, oh, I need to get this off now. They followed him into, like, the toilets and he was basically... Re- like washing, trying to wash it off, and he realised that all of his hair was coming out in his hands, oh. and he, essentially he ended up completely bald. Now, so, obviously, he's a ginger lad, so he's fair as fuck. He's in Gran Canaria for the summer season oh. as a rep. So oh, basically, every episode after that was him <laughs> basically being bloke fucking red, burning, dying. As some sort of like crispy Humpty Dumpty type <laughs> character. The last time I had a skinhead in the summer, that was fucking awful. That, that was during so Wimbledon, awful. wasn't it? There yeah, we had our red shaved <laughs> fucking tennis balls in a red. Weird dicks. <laughs> weird dicks. It's such a dick subject tonight. Merry Christmas. But then, you Balls. see, like, I get older and my receding hairline and I, I'm wishing for hair, but at the same time, just wanting to get rid of hair in certain places as well. Like, we're all going to get hairy ears. I'm not going grey though, I'm going white. So I'm going to be like, in the next couple of years, resembling fucking Santa Claus or Father Christmas, whatever you want to call him. Another another first I had for this decade was um, I had my first pile. Did you? Mm. Painful. Okay. And um, I didn't realise quite how. (laughs) It was like a fucking Malteser. It was huge and it woke me up for quite a few nights. I couldn't sleep comfortably. It was all from straining for a massive poo. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's one of those comedy things like, you know, you sit in a cold seat, it's like you're going to get piles or whatever. So I thought, you know, I never expected to get a pile. And, yeah, it kind of popped there and it was there for, uh, you know, my first experience of having to go into a shop and hand over the annual soul mm. and give some cash for that and get judged for yeah, having a dodgy if anus. You, yeah, if you want to stick on those topics and stuff like that, it's that fucking umbrella thing they stick down your fucking cock. Oh, no, we're not going That's horrible. That I don't like that. But having to put... But you have to get tested. Having, having, <laughs> having to cream your own bottom was a new experience for me. Do you have to stick up your 
Oh, well, no, what? No. Is it, it came anything? with a, 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 a an applicator and you've got to squirt it up your bum. If it's up is it, there, but is mine, it different was, ex- mine to, was external. Is it different to putting Vaseline on there or what? Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I see my put Vaseline on bottom. On your bottom. Well, what have you had it? Oh, oh, I, I Rach is there I, with a big fucking dildo. I don't think I've had to put Vaseline on my bottom. No? No. I, I, oh. My bottom is not a place I venture to very often, apart from wiping it. Um, yeah, do you see those big back? Those actually, I was going to talk about that. Those new toilets that they've designed this week. Oh, oh the slope. Oh, the slope. Yes. Make, can you, That's so my you Instagram can't game out the window. <laughs> yeah, your Instagram's gone, mate, because you're not going to be able to sit in those leagues. Everyone people, will buy them, it's mate. It's people like you and Ham that they've invented this toilet for. Yeah, yeah us people smoking. that have half hour toilet breaks at work. People, yeah. who, people well, who smoke and get their legs. like I'm smoking again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. So get on the gram. Uh, Instagram, not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about my, your work environment, my work environment, I can, I guess it's based on a trust thing where I can just like tap in as and when I need to do it. So, yeah, like, as long as you're I'm... not like fucking sat there on your phone all day, mm-hmm. if someone messages you or there's something, like most of the time, like I said, most of the group chats I've got on ignore anyway. I think, yeah, it does depend on your environment. Where I work, there is very few contract, there's, there's not that many contractors. Yeah. I've been quite lucky because I'm relatively well respected. A couple of the other contractors that are there, people hate. But I also feel that they they cause their own problems. For example, bringing in their own laptops, tablets, and sitting there watching YouTube all day. But it's like anything which gives them a bad name. And whereas I'm very much like probably overwork. For what a contractor normally does, but it's very, it's very but, much a work thing now, isn't it? It's like you know, sometimes I guess as you get older and you get more experience about what you do, it's not necessarily how much you do. It's about knowing how to react and how to do certain situations. Yeah. And you, whilst you can never not continue to learn about new things and new situations and new reactions, it's almost like a you're paying me half for the fact that if shit goes down, I'm fucking ready and we know what to do. Rather than... Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, I think the biggest thing that's come out of tonight's podcast is age. I think we're all feeling really old. But then, isn't that what we always set out to do in this podcast, if I like ask a rhetorical question, is the fact that we knew we were slightly getting older. So, actually, it feels like maybe been... some people out there might... I, th- I, I, feel, agreeable. I feel like 2019 has made us all feel older. It, it makes me feel in that, many different ways, but that collectively we've we all kind of feel that there's a world I don't understand anymore. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. You know, I find that these days, though, that you are like we talk about echo bubbles and stuff. You can, you don't have well, what, to. What's, you what's, don't have to know the, word? the latest song in the um, pop charts. You don't have to do that. If you want to exist in your world where you like things that you like, you mm. can do it, and that's cool. <coughs> and that is a good but thing about what's happened in the last ten years. There's, for me, there's um, there's been things not to get serious, but there's been kind of slang and terms used like snowflake and things like that that I don't agree with, but people get, especially a younger generation get annoyed about being typecast or being called a certain name mm. or called this or that. But now, the last couple of months, tables have turned because now 
a lot of us are getting called boomers. Yeah. So it's like we no, you you can't yeah. say one thing and then now bring this term into it and then uh being woke. Fuck off. Just, <laughs> just fuck <laughs> off. Like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm too woke for this or I I don't there's bits I just don't get anymore, but it's just fine. You know, there's a lot of this world that's not meant for me. There's a lot of music out there that's not meant for us. A lot of movies that are not meant for us. But we're still allowed to have a comment to say. I think, and, and I think we're incredibly lucky that we live in an environment where everyone can kind of voice their opinions and do their own thing. And these days with technology, you can fucking live in your yeah. your, your your bubble and mm-hmm. shit. Um, I find, to an extent, I learn, you know, like, you're supposed to... <laughs> It's funny with children. You're supposed to be the um, the person that like helps define them, or you know, puts them on the road to becoming the person that they are when they're older. But I also, you know, I've learned what mammal's toe is. I've learned <coughs> what ma- like, mammal's toe is like the uh, what a transvestite does, or not a transvestite, a uh, a drag queen does with straps their cock underneath their thing. So like, once you've got a camel's toe, which is yeah. It's a mammal's toe. I learned what bangs was the other week, which is, you know, I'm fucking years late on that. You're going to get schooled a lot. And you know what? It all comes down to a line from one of my favourite movies and my favourite guys. It comes down to Superman, where the son becomes the father and the father becomes the son. (laughs) He's face-palmed. He's face-palmed. Yeah. yeah. Is that... it's, It's just... You, you, you part your wisdom and then they're going to school you for the rest of your life now and we're all just I'm quite fucking happy so I know, can stand here you're not relevant anymore yeah but that's fine that I can carry on moaning about things I can just but you know what that's what that's, is, is that what we've got for the last decade what that we've all got old and we moan about shit yeah. no we've had loads of stuff there's been awesome things we've had we've awesome times we've had loads times. of fun and... we've had loads of fun who would have thought we'd have seen some of the films that we've ever seen? Who would have thought we'd have heard some of the shit we've, you know, t- watched stuff? You know, the experiences that we've had, you know, where we've come from, what we're doing. I mean, I the, li- the, I started this decade single. I've got to end I, a decade I, single. I think the first, the first decade of the noughties, like the 2000s, was putting the pieces into place, the internet and stuff like that. And this last decade, it's just become a monster from fucking... Right, in those days, it was Charlie Bit My Finger. Now it's Salt been Bay. Massive. Old man, shout to cloud. Uh, people eating Tide Pods and just all sorts of manner of crap that will all, we'll always be sharing these things on WhatsApp, just going, can you believe someone just fucking did this? Yeah, that's cool, though. God knows <laughs> no, it's what not, it's next, not, it isn't, it isn't. In the next 10 years, who knows? The thing is, I'd probably like to say that if we are recording at Friday Night Beer Club... In 2013, I'm still alive, or 2029, I'm still alive. I really won't give a fuck either. I'll be quite fucking happy to go, yeah, whatever. Have we mentioned one of the best things in the last decade? No. Um, Baby Yoda. Have we mentioned him about this decade? I think he's one of my favourite things. Just one of the most positive things to come out of (laughs) the last decade. To be fair. And to be fair, there's been a lot of shit. Until so someone to, like writes him that he's this. But to have a little Yoda in a dressing gown bobbing around with the amount of meme games. If you can't get yourself in a meme, you don't mean shit. And Baby Yoda is meme-tastic. He says wearing a ba- I'm wearing a Baby Yoda jumper. I'm wearing a Baby Yoda jumper. But there you um. go. <laughs> Look, I don't know. 
I don't know if we really hit on many points of the last decade. I think we mentioned our iPhone once and Spotify. <laughs> we went off into yeah. a ramble. And then talked about beating your bollocks and I had a hemorrhoid. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, the, that's the magical nature of this podcast. But we, you know, we, how long have we been doing this now? Four years? Five years? Four five years. years. Four. So Five. I think there's been a good commentary what? of the last five years. I, can't I love the fact, apparently, what, there's like a podcast like tip thing saying, apparently what you're supposed to do is be regular and on the spot and stuff like that whereas we just fucking we all are brass turn up once in a blue moon yeah, <laughs> like hemorrhoids we're like beating your like balls like piles in the spot <laughs> like beating your balls but look there you go that, that is episode 49 I think <laughs> yeah. I think we don't look guys honestly, next episode is going to be 49.5 I refuse we will start the new year with a bang we're yeah, we'll, we might have to postpone 50 until we've got something special. Maybe we'll do like episode 49.5. You know new year, new beer. We could probably get um, Peter Crouch to turn up because he's fucking doing everything at the moment. So mm. get him to turn up. Yeah. But that's episode 49. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas, cunts. Yeah. Have a good Christmas. Honestly, just be with the people you love. Enjoy each other. It's not about money. It's not about presents and all that shit. It's just about spending quality time together and making the most of it. I don't want to harm you now. <laughs> We'll all have a, a nice Christmas hug after this. Any blow and go, anyone? Blow and go? What the hell is blow and go? It's a severe thing. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, as you know, my name's Wyatt, and uh, Merry Christmas to one and all. From Chris. See you later. That's very Christmassy. <laughs> and ho, ho, ho! Half of your name, oh, your name is half of Christmas. Yeah, what can I say? I'm the son of God. <laughs> and from Simo. Merry Christmas. Goodwill to all. That was like a warm All people. Hug. But anyway, have a good one, and we'll be back in the year 2020. Ooh, hoverboards, time travel, all that magical stuff. That's 2006. Future. Or oh. 2016. 2006. What year was it? 2016. Right. Someone's the future. a time traveller. Can't keep up with the dates. Just run into the bar and go, what year is it? So, if you. So, we mentioned earlier, favourite Christmas song. Have we finished the pod or? I no, we're still going. Oh, right. Have you got a favourite Christmas song? Yes. What is it? Snow is falling. No, um, it's the oh, Pogues, Fairy Town, New York. Oh, no, I hate that song. And it's very controversial these days. But we won't go into that. Too Let's... woke. Too woke. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking woke right. up. So, what, so what is yours? You woke. So what's your name? Terry Woken. I, I think Shaking Stevens. Snow is falling. I have a problem with that song. Okay, because it's. It's really good. Yeah. And then you go, yep, cool, you finished. Ba-dum, dum, dum, ba-dum, dum. And then what? So oh, it's falling. And then you get another fucking round of it. And you're like, fuck off. No, you've already sung that six times. Okay. All right, all right, Terry. Fuck off. Um, Just end. Fucking end. All right, what's your favourite Christmas song? Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't I'll know. go... Oh, just Mariah Carey, because... Yeah, I mean, it's... It's, it's the jolliest. It's yeah. a banger. It's a banger. You it's, put it on. It's a Christmas. You've banger. got people I mean, running around. You've got kids just doing your fucking head in. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, Mariah, she's a banger. Have you seen her lately? Plastic I don't mean surgery like hasn't helped her. <laughs> Plastic surgery hasn't helped, has it, Mariah? No. I mean, she's got a show on. She's got a Christmas special on Netflix, I think. I've not watched it. I know. It's a bit odd that your child now finds synonymous rather than Walker's crisps. Dad, can you buy the Mariah Carey crisps? I'm like, oh, yeah, she's oh, on God, Walker's do I have to? Packets, isn't she? 
yeah. all I want for Christmas is like something vinegar. Or all I want is paprika and and you. <laughs> right, let's get out of here. She wants paprika yep. and vetted balls. Taxi time. Is Uber's turning up? Right, right. I need to get him beat my balls. Okay, so can you run faster now with less hair? No, well, no. I've now got to run the um, Black Eye Friday tunnel of doom but I'll make it he says he's definitely <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Chris went back to his home planet you know that episode of Simpsons Chris died on the way up to his home planet that's, that's <laughs> not the good actually I'm not the soft and smooth down below now he's got what's what's he doing? Feel? he's showing us your balls no I'm not right. balls he's, got, he's gone right let's go right okay right. my name's Simon I say goodbye you've why already said, you've already said goodbye have we we said goodbye ages ago now we're just talking about his why is he still creating bollocks creating I don't know, I'm waiting for my taxi. Get off! Get off! Come in! The Friday Night Beer Club Podcast.